0: G money, yo. Oh, lord, We
1: back. back.
0: Yeah, huh? Where Recycling things, aren't you?
1: I mean, I thought I thought some things that I, I got, you know. You ratting? No, I, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> we don't say names. I just I thought some things I got switched around, so I thought I had to, you know, re, re you know, re up on. Oh, the they
0: gotta double your pay for that. And can I get a PC? You can get whatever,
1: whatever you want, brother.
0: If you didn't give me a drink, make sure you tell Maya you didn't give me one last week.
1: You see, he always do this, right? And I, I, mean, I be
2: ready for Oh,
1: you. I'm I ready for his I be ready for it. I'm I be ready for you. man. I hey, be ready for you, man. ready. How you know that? Yeah, what's up?
0: Yeah, I, I just played. I, I don't want, want that. I'll, just I'll take it later. You want a
1: boot bag? Look, I brought book bags. What you, what, you what you want? You want <laughs> boot bags too? I brought up, look, look come on. What you want to do? Can you oh, throw it over here, please? What are you talking about over here? What you, what you uh, want? Oh, he did a bad job throwing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what you want?
1: <laughs> Who boot bag is that? It's this one man, shot, H2O, both
0: a piece. Oh, what? H2O? Yeah. H2O? H2O? I, just, yeah, I, I mean, I don't, it was I don't think
1: it's his boot bag, but he, he, he uh you know.
0: H-2O, you just giving niggas book bags? H-2O, what's up with you, man? For the kids and, 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 the, and the, the small ones.
1: Like, sure. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. Whoa, ho whoa. Whoa, whoa. How you doing, G-Money? Feels good. Good to see you. I'm good, man. Uh, yeah. A lot going on. Flip the script, man. Once again, we in some type of crazy. Oh.
1: Twilight zone.
0: There's always something with us. There's always something. We always figure it out, though. We figure it out. We right. always
1: figure it out, man. You know. Um, but yeah, feeling good, man. Sponsor alert, sponsor alert, sponsor alert, sponsor alert, sponsor alert, <laughs> sponsor alert. <laughs> shout out to Mixes by Maya. You know what I'm saying? Uh good friend of mine's. She she has these wonderful drinks here. You can check her out on Instagram at Mixes by Maya. You wanna take a sip today? You don't drink, so can't really you know. Uh shout out to the hot sauce boss, man, the hot sauce boss, healthy hot sauce. You can check them out at hot sauce. hot sauce boss.com. It's the spicy kush. Uh, they got the spicy honey. And they got the guava mango coconut.
0: Hey, you know what, though? Let me say this. Talk to me. Spicy boss.com or boss spice, whatever. Hot, Salute. hot boss. sauce boss. First and foremost, you must be paying him a lot of money because this is his third time doing this, bro. All right? Second of all, you got to get him to try. It on full on the episode. Oh, I, my,
1: we worked it out. Pick, pick yeah, it yeah up. no, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. I want to try it, too. So send my cash out, <laughs> my Exactly. We want to try fried chicken with the hot sauce.
1: <laughs>
0: but you ready? Yo, we good, man. Yeah, let's, finish let's finish it to it it. Follow me. Nah, we good, we good. That's shout out to nice. Maya. Shout out to the sponsors today. But, you know, uh, hopefully we get It's about to be something, yes? Got to get it right, man. Got to get it right. G-Money, Yo. episode 175, nigga, we, we made, made it. it. We got a special guest. Woo. Comfortable, too. Comfortable, came in here. <laughs> He's man. a smooth guy. Ooh, like
1: and that. he changed his life. He's smooth just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're talking about this
0: smooth whistle. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> My man, Johnny. Force, Bunting, yes? That's good. Right Round of applause. Exactly. Welcome for the trip, bro.
3: Thank you very much for having me.
0: Yes, yes, yes. You talking all proper now. I'm pretty sure you wasn't like that back in the days. Yeah, I actually was. Uh, really?
3: Yeah, just talking proper with a gun.
0: Oh. Yo, G, talk to your mate. You G, I it. G, I G. It's true. It's true, dude. You know him. May the Force be with you, you know what I'm saying? That's what we're talking about today. Yo, nah, G. G, you call cool, G. Whoa. G, I was fired. G, I
3: got one. Welcome, man. I Mom, used to say there. that, so it's like, like he know me. Oh, way to fuck people. Yeah, he just, try, he just try to get you, high. you. Don't do that.
1: Harlem, Philly, Mount Vernon, right? That's it. Bronx, Bronx. I was Edenwald.
3: Mm-hmm. I live in Mount Vernon now. So Okay, okay. I'm repping Mount Vernon now. I gotta, gotta, Bronx, I, Bronx, Edenwald. That's that's where all the bull took place.
1: Oh, uh, okay. I have a bias list. That's why I, I was gonna. I was just trying to see if you're gonna be on that bias list. I have like. A lot of guests from Harlem Club here. I, I, I kind of like connect with them in Philly, so we got a con- connection today. So I don't know. It might, you know what I'm saying. It may be Bronx added to the list. I don't know. I Might add Bronx to the list, man.
0: Why? Because how you talking? Smiling? Confident? He like, just, you know, it's the vibe. Man. It's, it's too it's, early. It's way too <laughs> early. They say you've been giving that out too early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've kind of. They've wild. been complaining. I've been, been kind of wild. Huh?
1: I'm a chill. I'm a chill.
0: I'm, a chill. I'm a chill. You was forced <laughs> to give it out the last episode. And they are them. They gonna wild on you with <laughs> that. But welcome, <laughs> man. Good. Welcome, Johnny, man. How's everything, man? You know, you said you've been trying to get in contact with Flip the Script for a while. Can you tell us why, real
3: quick, before we get into the show? Well, I I was trying to expose this bird. So Mm. I was told that if I want to expose him, I need to get to Flip the Script because y'all would help me to get in front of a platform of an audience that can rival basically his audience and show that this dude is a fraud. Hmm. That's it.
1: And you're not just talking. You, you actually have stuff to back it
2: up. You, yeah, you came, I, have, came I
3: have my trial transcripts. I got I got papers. I don't know how you would upload it or put it where people can look at it. And I will also give my indictment number, 4883-89. It's Bronx County. So if you want to spend some money and go down there and get the papers yourself, you can get it. It's going to say the same thing that I'm showing you.
2: Hmm.
0: I mean first I don't know who gave you that information because we're not a place to ex- expose anyone that's not our, that's not our intentions okay. and, and, and but but I I definitely understand that you want to tell your story man I, you know I heard about it uh you know um you know some people in some good places that's how I keep it like that and you know we're here I definitely would like to hear your story I personally right now don't know who you're talking about but I would like to know who you're talking about cuz I told them to keep me surprised but after we get into it, I'm gonna ask you who you're talking about, and you know I gotta I gotta see man, cause you way too confident. Usually people that's confident, I gotta break them down. Feel me, Johnny? <laughs> I
3: feel you, <laughs>
0: Johnny! 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 I feel you. Hey, Johnny! Let the force be with you, Johnny. That's right. Oh, let for the force yeah,
1: <laughs> right, be. You- yo, all right. So you know, for, for those who don't know, let- let's go back to some history. Let's take us back to your childhood, and you know, that's... that's let Get back to this stuff later on. All right, all right, cool.
3: I'm from the Bronx. Um, Welfare, like I did that, lived in the projects, did that. So I did that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm honest with it because a lot of people, they'll have some level of success and act like that's what they always had. Mm. You gotta start from the ghetto, like that's where it started, like hand-me-downs, did that. Food stamps, I remember the food stamps when it was paper and you had coins. They had food stamp coins.
2: Mm.
3: We had that. Um, I was going to school. I was an honor student. I was a smart kid. So that's why the proper talking, mm. it's not me coming here trying to sound white. You can be black and talk nice, right? <laughs> that's a fact. That's right. Um, regular getting in trouble in school because I usually did my work quicker than everybody else. So now, idle minds, Mm-hmm. acting stupid, having fun. You know, you wouldn't think from my childhood that I had prison in my future. You would think that I was going to be a doctor, lawyer, or what have you. But, you know, sometimes things take a turn for the worse.
1: What school you went to in, in the Bronx?
3: I went to my first school was CES 110. I was living on 169th in Washington. Um... I think it's called Morris Santa now, but we was calling it Claremont back then. Um, I stayed there until like second grade, third grade. Then my mother got cancer. Mm. And so I had to move up to Laconia and I went to PS78 for uh, a few months because then my mother died. And then I transferred, transplanted out of state to my family in Connecticut. I was living in New Haven. Right. So part of my lingo is like a New York-Connecticut hybrid of the way I speak. Because I don't sound New York and I don't sound Connecticut. Right, right. Um. Going through there, I went four years there, did middle school, did a little bit of high school, had a little trouble with my grandmother, so I got kicked out, back to New York. Come back to New York, I was 15 at the time. I tried to get a job at McDonald's. I was a, a, I always had a little bit of size on me, so I looked a little older for, than my age. So I went there, I applied, I got the interview, but at the interview when he asked me my age, I told him the truth. Mm-hmm. And he was like, are you too young to be here? You can't get a job here at 15, so I could get a job in the block. <laughs> so that's what started me into the the drug game because McDonald's McDonald's turned me down McDonald's that's
1: what was Pop at during this time
3: my father yeah he was there he was against me so I was doing that on the low
1: I mean even before that though you said your mom's you
3: know oh oh my mother and my father were together
1: right
3: they were together when she died it was myself and my sister and it was like I was 10 my sister was 11 and he worked so he felt, the family felt, that he wouldn't be able to take care of us and work because we were young right. and we couldn't. We needed some type of supervision. My grandmother that lived in the Bronx at the time, she already had my older sister and my aunt, so it was like she already had her hands full. And so my father's mother, who lived in New Haven, Connecticut, it's like that's where we went up there to deal with them and my aunt. Gotcha. She took us legal guardian. What's your background, ethnicity? My mother was from Panama. My father, North Carolina. But I found out his lineage goes to Jamaica, and my my mother's lineage also goes to Jamaica because my great-grandparents came from Jamaica to Panama to get a job building the canal. So it's not just the dress yeah, is yeah. fashion. It's this uh, okay, okay. So, so,
0: so, so you know, um, mom passed away. Adoles, yeah. Rest in peace, mom. And and, do you remember mom, though, living with mom at the age? Do you remember, like, how was, it? was she strict? Was she, like, you know, what type of person was mom?
3: She was, she died at 35, at mm-hmm. age 35. Okay. So I'm saying the age to let you know that she was relatively young. Mm-hmm. Um, She had a little fire in her. I was ten when she died, so I was old enough to spend time with her, and but still a kid. We we talked, we laughed. She's I was her favorite. Um, I was the only boy. She had two daughters. So you know how some people say that the mother and the son bond, and the daughter and the father. Mm-hmm. It it was similar to that. Um, I remember her when she was sick. I used to like stay by her side. Of, we had skate key we used to go to, I stopped going to skate key and I'll stay with her, I'll crawl into bed with her, but I was a fitful sleeper. So like I'll kick her in the middle of the night. She kicked me out the bed. Like, listen, you can't sleep with me no more because she was getting operations. You know, they'll cut out cancer. So she have these long scars where they tried to take it out. And then it, you know, it comes back. So it was like, yo, You can't sleep with me no more. I'm going through with the operations and stuff, and you're beating me up in the bed, and it's like. But I remember. It's, I still, you know, at times like she died on Easter, Mm. so I don't celebrate Easter, and because you know Easter changes the actual date. She died on April 11th, but on that year, 1982, April 11th was Easter, so I don't I don't do the Easter thing, but.
0: But and pops was.
3: Pops was he just a what did Pops do when he was out here? Like what was he doing? He was working. He they were together, so don't don't get it wrong. God, they, you they, they were, yeah, you said that. Yeah, yeah. They were together, but it's like you know how some people. Um, she's a nurturer, he was the disciplinarian, ah. so it wasn't like he was like uh, the type that helped you with your homework, and he actually did help. It was kind of the strict like hold your belt help, but. Mm-hmm. It, he 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 was stern very stern
0: Look, do me a favor when you talk try not to hit the mic cuz he said oh with, sorry with, with the wire like you know we got we got to we got to change the wire okay static when you hit it, it it gets you know i'm gonna change the wire next week anyway so but he was stern but 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 pops was still cool pops was cool
3: yeah you come out okay. there and play basketball with us and stuff yeah
0: okay so now you said something earlier that you got in trouble with grandma, what did you do with grandma, man? You said your grandma had to kick you out. What did you do, man?
3: I got on her nerves because I'm smart. Don't I, say that. Don't I'm, do that. Johnny, I do some smart things, like like certain. You know how people get on. I get on her nerves, and some simple stuff. Like she was from North Carolina, so she was country, and she, like she'd be watching Wheel of Fortune, and she'd be getting it fucked up, like trying to get. Like, and it'd be like two letters on there. And she'd be saying stuff that is impossible for it to be that. And I'll just say the answer. She'd be like, no, it's not. Saying, yes, it is. And and then at the end, when they flip all that, I, I see, I told you. And she hated that. And I knew it. So I would, get, you know, do little stuff like that. And, and she was more partial to females anyway. She liked my sister. My cousin was a female. Like me, I was her oldest grandson, but she didn't give me... My little props, I could do the yard work and I could do this, that, and the third. But she didn't. I didn't feel the love that I saw going to them. You know, years later we spoke about it, and she told me like her spiel on how she's used because she had seven boys, so she was used to raising them with more sternness, and that wasn't registering with me. I wasn't. That didn't feel love to me. But, maybe that's the way you showed love, but I didn't feel it. Mm. But at the time, it was like, well, grandma hates me, so I'm going to irk her fucking nerves. And she kicked you out. Do you remember being kicked out? She kicked me out several times. It would be, grandma didn't curse before we came along. And it got to the point where she was saying, fuck, shit, pack your shit, and all this. So she was telling me to pack my shit a bunch of times. And, One time in particular, the last time, she told me, pack my shit. I packed it up. It was like routine. I pack it up. I go stay with my aunt for a day or two and then come back. Now, it was, yo, you're going back to New York. You're going back to New York. And that was supposed to be like a threat because I'm going to stay with my father. My father's the mean disciplinarian, so on and Mm -hmm, so forth. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, I I had spent a couple of summers with him, and I seen yeah, he was cool. Like we like I said, we go play basketball, we do so I'm like, yo, he's not the mean guy that I once thought he was. So it was like, pack your shit, like I'm tired of this shit. Like, you keep telling me pack it up, come back, pack it up, come back. Um, something gotta give. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the turning points, this may seem small and petty, but it was one of the turning points. My sister and I used to alternate washing dishes. One day she washed, one day I washed, one thing, And so my sister put her foot down because that year, Thanksgiving and Christmas fell on my sister's day. And my sister told my grandma, I'm not washing dishes on, on, on Thanksgiving. Everybody's going to have to wash their own plate. Now, this is a 13-year-old. This is not like somebody's... And she's like, what? I'm just picturing her. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, yo, my sister's crazy. But she she told her that. So... My grandmother did the pack your shit thing with me, and then when it was time to bring me back, she said, "Um, all right, I was on a football team, and I had got I was on a freshman football team and I got picked to be to roll with the JV at the Thanksgiving game. Listen, mm-hmm. so that was an honor that only the top freshmen would get to roll. And so she said, "Well, you can stay, but you got to wash the dishes on Thanksgiving." I was like, what?" I got to watch dishes on Thanksgiving? So I went and told my sister. I was like, I'm out of here. I ain't washing dishes on Thanksgiving. You're not going to play me with that. I'm, I'm gone. So I, she, I was speaking to my sister, and my grandmother was in the next room, but I was talking loud enough so she can hear me. I didn't want to tell her, but I wanted her to hear it. Mm-hmm. So she called me and said, you, you really want to leave? I said, yeah, I want to go. I don't want to stay here no more. And so she called my aunt my aunt took me to the train station it had um back then it was um they had Metro North and Conrail, and I had to take um the train to new York and i rem- I'll never forget this. my aunt might not even remember this my aunt she because they didn't want me to leave they didn't want me to leave um and I'm gonna be honest like they my grandmother my mother's mother told me this. It was like, yo, they was getting money. You know how you put you on welfare, or do whatever they do, they get money. Boom, so they getting money. So I'm like, so I'm, if I leave, that money leaves. Mm. So my aunt was like, my aunt probably be mad at me for saying, I don't give a fuck. Um, She, she was like, yo, she started pleading with me, like, yo, don't leave, I'm I'm in the train, sitting, and but the train is not leaving because New Haven is the last stop. So it's the first stop, going, yeah, I, yeah exactly. Right. So it's like you could be sitting there and still have twenty minutes before it leave. So she's like, "Yo, oh my gosh. Yo. And I'm just sitting there like, "When the fuck were you leaving?" Like you know. So they all aboard. So she went out, she stood at the, the window, looking, tears running down her eyes and shit. I was like, look when the door is <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I closed. Couldn't, I couldn't do that. I'm, 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 I don't like living in fear. And that's from as a kid. So if you say pack your shit in, you're trying to put me in a state of fear, a state of uncertainty. I rather I know where I'm going. I know what I'm gonna face. That's it. This back and forth ping pong shit. Weeks of not talking to me and stuff like that. As a kid, that's feeling. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, a neglect. You feel neglected. You feel unloved. I had that feeling because after my mother died, that was my love. Mm. So it was like once that was gone, I didn't feel it with nobody else. And I'm not saying nobody else loved me. I just didn't feel it. Mm. So when you're doing all that ping pong and all that, man, fuck out of here. Let me get the fuck out of here. Go somewhere else. At least with my father, I knew where he stood. Mm. He was stern, but I knew that, listen, this is what it's going to be like when I get there. Ain't going to be no ping pong and all this shit. This is how it's going. And there you have it. Came back.
0: So you lived with him.
3: Yeah, I came back to the Bronx, and I was trying to find my way out of there to get to my mother's mother, because that's where the fun is. That's where you can have some freedom. My father was like, "Hey, I did go outside, but it's like I hang. I was on 169th in Washington. I had some cousins on 168th in Brook, near Webster. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'll go chill with them. But the fun was in Edenwall. So." I had cousins up there. And I'm like, yo, that's where the fun is at. I need to be able to get there. So I'll go spend the night, spend a weekend, spending, and then just start transferring clothes up there. And it's like my father had a, a female, because my mother was dead, so my father had his own girlfriend and stuff like that. She'll come, she'll bring her daughter. They spend a the night there and took over my bed. And the, the daughter and all this, now I'm sleeping on the couch. So it was like, it made things easier for me to, Leave the tr- the transformation, transition. like transition. Yeah. You're right. Like you already got my bed. You already did. Let Oops. Let me, oops. Right, let me right. get the hell out of Dodge. And he was like, "I'm like, yo, I want to stay with Grim." I was like, "All right, cool. Like you already got that going on." Boom. Next thing you know, on the block.
1: So that's when that's when that's when the other lifestyle started. Yeah,
3: that's that's when the transition came. The McDonald's mm-hmm. application failure. Gotcha. The. People showing me money, and it's like, yo, I'm talking to my cousins. they like, yo, listen, this is it. And I seen crack on TV. And then I seen it in real life. And I was like, they paying $20 for this? Because back then it was 20s, and that it was just transferring down to 10s. And I'm like, this little bit? Like, damn. Mm-hmm. Now, I wasn't thinking thousands i wasn't thinking i ain't gonna sit here a lot i was thinking i could get some new sneakers i can get a ring you know i was was thinking about the girls because i'm still a new guy in the school and when i came from connecticut to new york it's like i went uh jumped up in time because my clothes all my clothes was played out like Mm. like I had Lees, I had Pumas, I had, all that shit was like, what the fuck is this dude wearing? Where he come from? So it was like my family, my my aunt, my sister, and them was like pleading with my grandmother, like yo, you got to get him some clothes. Like this dude just, he's like in 84, 83, it was eighty six. Yeah.
1: So you, you got both both uh, lifestyles. You, you behind the clothes. You somewhat I guess nerdy. You want to say? You wanna yeah, say?
3: I, I was. I, I was. I was the cool nerd because I was smart like a nerd, but I was athletic and funny and witty. So it was like the nerds love me because I'll be in the, 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 I was about to say mess hall, I'll be in the cafeteria and we be rhyming and I'll be having some intellectual rhymes. Remember Educated Rapper? Uh, UTFO, uh, I, I guess I got y'all by a few years, um, a little, but, a bit, a bit. but I'll be having some some words I put together and they'll be like, oh, what the fuck did he just say? But it sounded good. So yeah, I had that little nerdy thing going on, but I still had uh, the thuggish. So it was like a, a nice little combination right, right. where I was still acceptable from both sides,
1: so who started you with the whole street life? You you say cousins was involved, or
3: yeah, my, my, my cousins was involved, and they was involved in a smaller scale because everybody's just starting. Right. But I was behind, and was like okay, well, this is what they're doing. They schooled me. we We's going out there, sell a little joints, and run downtown and Harlem or um, the other neighborhood where all the Dominicans is at. What's What's that on Washington, um, Washington Heights? Mm-hmm. And get some shit. Sometimes the motherfuckers sell us some beat, some bullshit. But I still got to make my money, so I got to come up to Eaton Wall and sell it and run. Like, <laughs> so, I'm just I'm just being honest. This this mm-hmm. how it was. We used to make sales and come out the building and be like, Yo, where they went that way, I'm going that way because they coming back. Mm-hmm. We are selling some bullshit, but it's like, Yo, they got me downtown. I got to make my money back, so I might not sell it all, but at least make what I spent so I could go and try again.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So,
0: <clears throat> selling, so, you got into the thing with your, I guess, cousins and stuff, right? Like, yes. cousins put you on and, um, was there ever a peak where you was getting it, getting it, or, you know, you were just slowly getting by? Like, what what, what category would you put yourself in as far as that? Were you getting it like I was getting it, man?
3: Or you were just getting by? I, I, I transitioned slowly. Now, the first part where I'm talking about selling that beat, that was really me taking a little $50 and trying to go downtown and trying to make 100
0: Got it. Um, right.
3: I was taking welfare money. My grandmother put me on welfare in New York, and she was, but she did it the cool way. She said, listen, this is what's going on. You was on welfare up there, but they wasn't giving you jack. You're going to be on welfare down here, but the money's yours. You're gonna give me a little piece for, for rent? I gave her $25 for rent. That's what she took for rent. The rest of the money was mine. I remember it, it was $116. She took 25, I took 91. I took the 91 down to Washington Heights, got a little package, they gave me a few extra, <laughs> came uptown and then took the little, the little dudes with me and became their boss. It was like, okay, boom, we gonna make a little money because I was I was knocking people out, I was the tough guy. like I was the nerd that'll knock you out. So it was like, all right, I'll put them together, we gonna make a little money. It still was nickels and dimes. Okay. But to us, who didn't have nothing, it was good. Now, uh, uh, that was 87. I had gotten into an issue with a dude well, some gunplay, we went back and forth, shooting at each other, chasing each other and all this stuff. That,
2: oh, whoa, and, whoa,
0: whoa. <laughs> Hold on. Don't jump the story, man. What, what happened? You can't just jump into...
3: Okay. <laughs> please, please. This, we had an older brother. Okay. Now, I was 15 at the time. He was in his 20s. Y- your older brother? No, I'm just saying an older guy. An older guy in the neighborhood. Okay. He was in his 20s. I was 15. He was selling drugs, and we had a term that we call fell off. When whatever happens, you ain't got it no more. Mm-hmm. But, but he was trying to get back into the swing of things, get his clientele. So he had debold one of my packages, and he was selling it. And he took it from one of my boys, and he was like selling it. So they was like, yo, he took the package. So I approached him, and he was like, listen, you can take the money. I just want to sell a package. So I'm like, nah, no. Nah, you ain't doing that. So we went and got a bat. Came, and I was like, listen, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to square up with him because he was like D-born guys. I wasn't scared of him. Mm-hmm. But I knew, like, yeah, listen, this dude is bigger than me. He's older than me. I might not be able to take him, but I could take him for a few and. While we bat his ass down, so I squared up with him, we started to shake, and he got blindsided, bang bang, bang with the bat, and then he came around with his little 22 shot. I went and got somebody because I didn't have a gun at the time. Um, I went and got I went and bought a 22 rifle and this wasn't sword nothing. this was like the longest gun I ever had. Like, it was like my play guns, like it was longer than this mic. So I went and got that and I come and I have in the big duffel bag. Back then like the police was there but they was like non-existent. They was blind. You could come, literally I come with my package and my duffel bag and put the duffel bag right next to me with the big ass 22 rifle in it and sell drugs and if the police come we run the police come right past the guns <laughs> and don't pick it up don't even look at it and they leave we come back shit still sitting there in the grass um so but going through that it was like uh, it took a toll on cause like I said I didn't have a lot of money anyway so Going to buy these fucking. I had bought that. Then I bought a little thirty-two. Then it got a little twenty-two. And you buying ammo, you ain't got a lot of money. Now you got three guns and no fucking money. Like, <laughs> so that's how it got to the point where I was like, damn, uh, this little bit of beef has cost me my little re-up money, and now he ain't fucking with us no more, and I ain't got no fucking money. Like I ain't got no. So I I got some consignment from a couple of guys and put myself back on better than before because I was only going down there and I was buying bottles. You would buy $5 bottles and bring it uptown to sell it for 10 So when I got the consignment, I got some weight, ounces, not no keys or nothing. But when you're dealing with 20, 30 bottles and then you got two ounces, that's a big jump. Yeah. So it was like, okay, now, now we're talking.
0: On oh, you try to you know you're very good at talking but I have to slow you down again. Okay. Um, he got blindsided with a bat. Then he got his t- his tutu. Yes. Yes. Then you got a right. You said the rifle right joint. Yes. Yes. How many shootouts
3: you guys had? He came that one time, shot at me. We ran down. It was like three times back and forth. Did you guys ever speak after or it was just on, it just died out itself? It died out. It died out because he was, he basically looked at us as little dudes. But then we showed him, yo, we younger than you, but we ain't little dudes. And then he just left us alone. You ever saw him again after that? Yeah. Because we used to, and this is no lie, we used to have shootouts, nobody get hurt, just bullets fly. And then the next day he goes, oh, stop, man, everything, everything, forget it. That's ain't about nothing because nobody got hurt. That wasn't about nothing. And it's everything squash. Ah, oh, that's too crazy. crazy. <laughs> that's that's crazy. I don't know if I, if I could be cool with
1: somebody they just sent some bullets my way. Like I don't know. Saying, that's, 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 how was, that's how it was. That's how yeah. it was yeah. When
3: somebody gets shot, there's a different story. But I'm saying <laughs> this is this is bullets hey, you in the rifle. Yeah, I had a rifle. That long. This was an old rifle. This was y'all probably don't even know about these rifles. You shoot it and you gotta, like, oh, like the no, western. No. Like, yeah, yeah. Th- I'm telling you, this this was an old joint. Like, you can only really shoot one time unless you know how to do the rifle man.
0: <laughs> I'm serious. So, 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 so then, so that dies out. Now you you upgrade yourself. How, m- how many people you had in your team at the time?
3: At the time, it was. Four of us. That was my core boys. It was four of us. Four. Okay. And it was four yards. y'all. Did you have a name? We didn't have an actual name, but what we used to say was posse in effect. Because hmm. that's what we used to say, because we used to jump a lot of people. So, that was part of my plan of uh, getting my name out there. Because I had a dead arm, so I wanted my little team to get their little props up, so Anybody get funny, I dead arm them. And then they just basically kick the body that's on the ground. Like, and that got us like a little notoriety around the projects. And it's like, yo, this is how we get money.
1: Oh. When did the name The, the, the Force come
0: into play? Ah, oh, G, you got it. You got okay. it too, yeah. To it. Oh, wow. yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah G. yeah.
1: That's from last time. Yeah, yeah, you took it.
3: Back. <laughs> yes. The Force came from rapping. I used to call myself Dr. Def, D-E-F, and Def stood for a Devastating MC Force. When I went into the projects, when I can't, because I was in Connecticut yeah. as Dr. Def. When I went into the projects, I used to play basketball. And I was very strong as a, a kid. Like I was 15 years old dunking. So when I get a breakaway and I go to dunk, I'll yell out the force and try to tear the rim down. And then, I just, <laughs> then I just started calling myself The Force in rhymes. Mm. And then I got a two-finger ring that said The Force on it. Oh and then God. there it was. <laughs> my head blew up and it was like, yo, I'm The Force. Forget all that other Dr. Death bullshit. Mm. There it was.
2: When,
0: when did the when did the violence start to come into play with you as far as, like,
3: you wanting to hurt people? That was strategic. Hmm. Like I looked at hustling, I don't think like everybody else think. I looked at hustling as being strategic like a game of chess. When I came to Edenwall, I thought everybody had a gun but me. Like I literally at first, when I first was coming around Edenwall, I would walk up 229th Street from where my cousins lived, Mm -hmm. go to Laconia Avenue, that's the main Ave, Mm -hmm. and walk up the Ave to go home. I wouldn't walk through the projects. Because I was thinking, i go by those buildings. These dudes got guns. I ain't got no gun. And then as I started, you know, finding out about people and these dudes and these, I'm like, these motherfuckers ain't got no guns. I'm not saying nobody had no guns, but everybody, the way I thought, far from everybody, most people didn't have guns. And I knew I could fight. So I'm like, well, listen, I need to show these people that they need to fear me and I didn't have no gun. I had my my force. So I started laying motherfuckers out. And that's how I got my little props and got known what have you. Hmm. So now you got the crew, you know, um yeah,
0: moving. You got the weight. Uh what year is this? What year? and the weight we talking about the ounces. We ain't
3: going Yeah, cuz like, yeah, 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 I yeah, got yeah, a little yeah. a little bit bigger a, a little later. Oh, you got but, bigger later. Yeah, I didn't get, I wasn't pushing keys. I went to prison, but, you know, I got the 125, 250, you know, I, half a key. I didn't, you know. What? Yeah, but that's later. We, I, we're talking 87, 87 getting an ounce here, two ounces there. Yeah, let's see here we were born. I was born. We you were was born later. in 87? We born 86, 86. 86, That was
0: Shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 Man, yeah. You yeah, feel yeah, fucking yeah. old. So so eighty seven. So now, bring us to the, the 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 trans the transitions. Bring us to the transition stages of what happens next. So that happened with homeboy. You put yourself in a better position. You still dead all my niggas. What was the next big thing that happened?
3: The, the next big thing is, um, I started working for someone who had a lot of work but my name was big, so he, I was his lieutenant, so he was the man, I was running the shit, but he allowed me to go re-up, so I met the connect. And, matter of fact, let me say that correctly, I didn't meet the Kinect, the Kinect had me picking up from his girl, so I was picking up from the girl, but they came to the projects looking for me because they heard of me, so, there was these Colombian motherfuckers in the projects and dudes was like, yo, force, don't come outside. There's some Colombians outside waiting for you. I was like, that's what they want with me. So I came outside. They was like, hey, what's up? How you doing, man? We heard a lot about you. If you want something, just come see me. You want to do something on the side. So they inviting me to go on my own. They're like, yo, just do something. So I gave it a little test. I had one of my boys who needed something. I was like, yo, I'm just going to buy something on the side to see what happens. And so I re-upped for, for us, the regular re-up. and said, well, listen, throw two ounces on the side. He's like, yo, um, he used to say, it was, it was some codes, a code for raw and a code for cook. I can't remember off the top of the head but it was something fried. Yeah, he was like, you want some fried chicken? He was like, okay, oh, yeah, I love some fried chicken, Then you know I want it cooked and some other shit for for raw. I got it. Everything no don't seem like nobody knew about it. So I was like, all right, we'll go from there. And like I said, when I was working for someone, he had it a nice a nice flow. We like we was getting like 10Gs a day in that spot. So I was getting 500 a week, because we was getting paid weekly salaries. So we was getting 500 a week. So in a month, I got $2,000. And I was one of them motherfuckers, I ain't spend money. I'm stacking my money, and then it's like, yo, you ready? All right, cool. um I already tested a couple of ounces here, a couple of ounces there. So I was like, all right, cool. Let, um, sell me an eighth. And he was like, listen, if you want, I can give you something on consignment. But I didn't take it. I just bought what I had the money for. It was like, all right, boom, let's see what happens with this. Then I was like, all right, I'm going to buy Aether Cook, Aether Raw, and I'm going to pump the uh, um, Cooked on this side of the projects. I'm going to pump the Raw over here and trying to get my feet all in the game.
0: You can't say the name of the people you was working with, right? Nah, that ain't cool. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> I, cool. I was trying to look. look. He he can't say the name. Was 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 he was was the person a big person that is known or Was the person known? Or, yeah, you
3: know? he was known. Okay,
0: Bronx Harlem.
3: You just this is Edenwald. This is Bronx.
0: Okay,
2: just, just
0: just just curious, just curious. So so then you do that. Now what happened next? What 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 gets you? What was it? like? I asked you before, what was the next big thing? So that was a big thing. You met the Connect. How long you was with the Connect for? How long? Like how long did you end up? I was dealing with that? him
3: till I got locked up.
0: Till you went to jail. So, I, but how long was that till you got locked up?
3: Two um, years, three years. No, hell no. I, shit, my my drug game was like three years from start to finish. Um, because I came to New York in '86, came back to New York in '86, mm-hmm, went mm-hmm. to prison '89. So I didn't even have a long run. You didn't have a long run, okay. And yeah, so my my career was short. So, so, what led you to go to prison? That's a trick question.
0: No, I want to know what happened.
3: Oh, okay. Well, before there's...
0: you get into the story, I just want to know: you went to prison for what?
3: I went to prison for murder. For murder, yes. murder the
0: first, second,
3: th- second degree murder. What is second degree murder? Second-degree murder is when you, with intent to cause the death of someone, cause the death of that person or a third party. I'm just giving you like the legal... Why not? What's the difference between second and first? First degree is when you have premeditated, so you plan it. So if you say, look, with forethought, I'm going to go down the block and kill that motherfucker... On Wednesday at 9 o'clock, and boom. Now, if you say, yo, next time I see that motherfucker, I'm going to get him, you're your you but you're not planning it. Got it. So we're clear on that. We're clear. All yeah. right, yes, cool. Yes,
0: yes, So can you tell
3: us what happened, what led you to murder someone? And sure. What happened? Yeah. There was a there's an area that was called Bum Square or Bum Hill, in Edenwall okay. and I had started putting work up there. So I was getting money up there. It's doing all right, it's doing all right, making uh, roughly a thousand dollars a day, making like seven, seven to 10,000 a week because the weekend you make more money. So I was doing pretty good, um, but I wasn't the only show in town in that area. So you had other guys in there and my thing was this, I don't give a fuck if you got work there. Get your money, I'm gonna get my money. Facts. Best man win, like, I didn't care about that. I was, but they had uh, other plans. So I was 17 at the time. And so one of my, oh, it's okay, one of my rivals was like 21, 22. So one day he got the balls to call me. And I don't mean call me on the phone, call me over. And he's like, yo, force. um, me and him was all right. He was like, yo, um, if you want a job, you got it. But if you don't want to work for me, you can't be out here no more. So I was like, 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 just like how I paused, like, right now I paused. Like, I, like, I played it out. Like, uh, he's like, yeah, you just come see me tomorrow and get the packages. I was like, get your, bring your gun out. Like, I'm not... Doing no package for you. So he's like, all right, I'm going to take my work off the block. I'm going to let you pump all day. And then tomorrow is on. All. all right, take your work off the block. Cool. Like, take this shit off the block. Boom. Took the work off the block. And I can't live in fear. I already said that. So I wasn't scared of him, but I'm just saying I can't even act like that. So I'm like, well, since you said um, this is my last day, then this is your fucking last day. Boom. So... The next day, when his workers came on the block, we ran them off the block. So, but, like, these were guys that was actually cool with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you're hustling on the block, they're hustling on the block, y'all, y'all standing in the cold, y'all kicking and vibing, and now your fucking boss got on some bullshit with me, now I'm flipping on you. But that's just how the game goes. Like, you just gotta take it. Ta- take that up with that motherfucker. He the one told me I couldn't be on the block no more. But at any rate... The, the workers and I, like, we smoothed it out. Like, all right, like, I, like I told you, we shoot at each other, we're friends tomorrow. Boom. So it was like, it fizzled, fizzled down. This motherfucker, he pays some crackheads to come rob me. Now, I didn't, this is me telling you it with hindsight. I didn't know what was going on when it happened. We selling drugs. And I got guys out there, so I usually don't touch the package, but I'm one of them guys, just like, just like now, as a, as a boss, I actually work. Uh, Same thing. I was like, yo, listen, a customer came like, listen, just hold me down. I'll take care of it. That was the wrong motherfucking one. (laughs) So I went in there, I reached up because we had a, a door and there was a, a crevice in the, in the top of the door so we would put the package in there so that if police come we could jet and we don't have the package on us so I reached up there to get the package and when I reached up there dude hit me boom but I had grabbed the package so he hit me I dropped the package first thing I thought pick up that fucking package so I pick up the package it was two of them I pick up the package one guy grabbed me in a headlock and the dude hit me in the eye again. Bam, same eye. Boom. This guy got me in the headlock. We, we go back out of the door. Because remember, I was just putting something in the door. So we fly back out of the, out of the door into the um, courtyard. And my boys was there. They didn't know what was going on because they seen I went in the building. They just watching out for cops. So I bust out the building with this. This motherfucker hit me in the eye again. But then, Now the third time that shit made me mad. It went from pain to numb to anger. So I pick up the guy who was holding me. I pick him up and I slam him. A knife fell out somewhere, pocket somewhere. A knife appeared on the ground. I pick up the knife. I spin him around. I hit him in the chest. Now, I, I don't kill him. So if y'all looking like this is the death, this, the fucking knife bent. <laughs> the, Hit him in the chest The knife bent Like the shit was I don't know Boom But that was enough To like take his heart Like Like oh shit This motherfucker Tried to finish me So He was Boom So He ran He went and got His car So There was a second person So I Get at him the, The knife is no good I throw the knife down So I'm getting at him But like I said My boys is there. So now it's they joined the, the party. Um, there's money, because while they had me in the headlock, guy was trying to get in my pockets. So there's money flying around. The package, I dropped the package again. That got picked up. The dude come driving up the block on the sidewalk. Uh, I'm standing by the gate trying to bait him so he could hit the gate. I jump. He hit my feet. I flip over the gate and fall. They get away. I go upstairs because my, my one of my boys lived in the square, in Bump Square. So we went to his house. I look in the mirror, my fucking eye, I'm dark-skinned and I had a black eye. Like, that shit was black. I was like, oh. My shit was poked out like this. And I was like, yo, this ain't over. Like, this is-. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I learned from that situation is, and I actually use this now. I speak things into existence because I went up to the Ave and I seen, I seen my, my, my uncle. And I said, yo, tell that dude. I said the person's name. I said, tell him I'm going to murder him when I see him. And the next time I saw him, I killed him. But when I saw him and killed him, I wasn't thinking to kill him. Right. so But like I said, you speak things into existence. It's like, yo, like I just snapped when I saw him. So this dude that tried to get me off the block send people at me. Did I end, oh, hold on, I I caught the dude in the car like a half hour later. I went and got a a, a knife, a a knife, one of my knives. Working knife. Yeah, a (laughs) knife that ain't gonna bend. I stabbed him in the chest. He drove off, crashed or something. He was on parole or something because he was telling me that that day he was talking to me a few times before they flipped on me. And next time I saw him was in the bullpens in um 161st going to court. But I was an adolescent. He was an adult. So we was in different, different pens. Um, anything else? Did I tell you enough or you want to go further onto the... Keep going. All right. So, I speak it into existence. I say, next time I see him, I'm going to murder him. This is, it's like probably like a month later because I didn't see him immediately. Like, time passed. It wasn't a year, but it was, it wasn't the next day. One early morning, I'm coming through the projects and I run it, one of these, a, a, a guy that's knows everything and everybody he's like yo he knows we had the situation he's like yo the dude is over there at the the woods that used to call it Sousa Woods but they turned it into a, a park so I was like all right go see this dude so I go there it's 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 four of us myself a female and two dudes that a female is just, she's just riding around with me. She ain't going to get at nobody. She's just, she's just with me. I'm just saying that there's four individuals in the car. We roll up. Dude sees me. He starts running. Now, I had a sprained ankle, so I couldn't chase him and, and hope to catch him. So, my, my co defendant, he chased, he caught him. I caught up with them. So he he hit him with a bat, and like he got him hemmed up. Damn! Like come on. let me raise this up just a little bit so I can stop hitting it. If I, oh that got to be yeah, tight. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he hits him. I come around. I pull out the knife, and we start fighting. So, I'm I got the knife in my hand and I'm fighting him, and it's like he's fighting. He's like literally fighting. But it's like you throwing punches, like every punch I throw, you getting hit. So I hit him nine times. And I and I sliced them. Now, this is something I'm not glorifying this. I'm 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 saying that right now before I continue mm-hmm. because I don't want your viewers to think that I'm glorifying it. I'm just explaining to you what happened. Right. Now One of the blows I hit him with, he caught my hand. He caught, it was this hand. He caught my wrist. And I'm going to say it was the death because it was like, no, he did catch this. He caught this hand. He caught this hand because it was like the grip of death. Like he really had me. And he said, force, I'm already dead. That's what he said. And I said, you ain't dead yet. And then I hit him. Cut him, on and then he let go. Now, I had. I'm gonna use the term black out, but I, like everything is going to slow motion, like you're doing stuff. Everything is going to slow motion. But when he did that, is it like, it like brought me back, to like to regular speed. And I did that. He let go, and that's when I was like, yo, this is over. Boom, I jet. I didn't look at him. Like, like, give a real like, but I eviscerated him, and for those, that's a term, his intestines came out. I didn't see it. I just, that's what happened. I jetted, boom, jumped in the car, jetted. Um, this particular person, he was in the car. He didn't get out the car. Matter of fact, he did get out the car. He got out of the back seat to get in the driver's seat and drive. He didn't participate in nothing. He just so happened to be in the car when the guy said, he's over there. So when I went over there, you're a passenger. He could have did like, um um. There's, there's a movie. I'm not sure what it is, Men's Society or one of the movies, Boys in the Hood, where the Muslim brother was like, yo, let me out the car. Let me out the car. He could have, he could have, yeah, you, you get ready, go get busy. I don't want no part of it. Let me get out the car. He didn't do that. He rode, laughed, and all that stuff when, we left, because like none of us knew he was dead when we left because he was still standing. Shortly after we we left, that's when, boom, everything fell out and he fell out and, boom. Um, like I said, I'm not glorifying it because, like, years later. Like some of that stuff haunted me. But at the time, is I was desensitized. And a lot of us, probably everybody in this room has been desensitized to some degree because of the stuff that we see on TV and the stuff we're exposed to. So we see death and destruction so much that, and even in the news, when we hear about it, it becomes so commonplace that it's acceptable. Hold on real quick.
0: I'll put that on camera, weirdo. He trying to turn
3: it. Get out of here, man. Oh, because I don't have a um thing? I'm oh, no, sorry about that, bro. No,
0: no, 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 no. When you hit the mic, it, I told you it causes static in there. Oh, OK. So he's. It, I said, when it happens again, I told him we, we, we communicate. So I said, yo, just come and plug it and put it back in. OK. Because I have to change the wire. Okay. I'm about to. I'm, I'm about to. If it does it again, I'm going to switch this wire to that. That's all. That's just a couple of minutes. But yeah, so now, Desensitize, continue. You said we we all desensitize yeah, what because we see of, on TV.
3: Right. The stuff we see, it gets to the point where some of this violence becomes a so commonplace that is acceptable. And we mimic it. And so when you do certain things, like like I used to like knock people out for wreck. Like literally, like mm. they didn't do nothing to me to boom, just to see a, a knockout. And it's like if somebody does that to my family, I'm not gonna be too happy with that. Uh-huh. So, but I wasn't thinking like that. Another thing, we used to sell crack to pregnant women. And we used to have guys come through and be like, listen, this is my pregnant wife, don't sell her nothing. And you have guys that respect that. And I was like, she gonna buy it from somebody, I might as well make that money. Wow. And But now I see like, yo, because some of them kids, have mental issues because their mother was smoking crack and people like myself at the time was saying, man, fuck it, you're going to buy it for somebody else. Now as an, an adult, now I see some of the errors of my ways and I understand, but as a kid, you're not thinking that. Your, the, your, your intellect, your your brain capacity hasn't even developed to the point where you can fully understand some of the things that you do.
0: It was so crazy, so I just I thought of something. You got
3: too deep for you, bro?
0: No, no, I respect it. You know, people, okay. people, people. You know, when you talk about a story, right? And I'm happy that you cleared it up that this is not um, something that you glorify. People take it differently. I ain't gonna lie, man. You know, you did how many years you did in prison? Twenty five.
3: Twenty five years, seven months, and five days. When you tell a story,
0: man, you know, and there's no no shot at you. <laughs> It don't look too emotional to me like you had to deal with it and, and and what played in my mind is that when i speak to somebody like i'm gonna say this uh people ain't gonna like it when i spoke to alpo and one of my concerns with him was like you know you come off and not saying that you come off like that but he, i said you come off like to him that you come off that you don't really you're not bothered and he said I've been dealing with this pain for 24 years in a prison cell, so I have to come out and live now. So when I did that, when you're talking, you have a, a bravado about you. Not you know, it, it happened, you know what I mean? But I'm pretty sure you said something earlier that when you was in prison, or you didn't say prison, but you said it haunted you over the years. So I'm assuming that's what it is. You know? So I don't know if you can relate to that, because that's why I did that, that, that noise, because I was picturing in my mind him telling me that in my ears. Like, yo, Flip, like, you know, I have to come out and live, man. I did what I did. And I had 24 years to to, to reflect on that. I'm not going to come home and reflect on it. That was his intentions. But I just, this, yeah. Let,
3: let me tell you something. I went through stages. The beginning of my bid was the Rikers Island book prior to blowing trial and all that, was still the bravado, machismo, Mm -hmm. who got the phone, Mm -hmm. who wearing jewelry, thugs. When I came up north, it was about like, we was like clicked up. The Bronx and the uptown, uh, Brooklyn, Queens, cutting dudes, all this. A little bit staged, I started selling drugs in prison. So getting money, getting money, wearing my jewelry, being able to get mules, whether it be my direct mule or I put it in somebody else and have them bring it in. And then it started getting to the point where I started thinking about, I wanna go home. Cause people started getting charges in there. So I'm like, yo, I got all this time and I started working my way, you know, to the downside of the bed and like, these guys is getting new charges. I got a whole lot of drugs around here. And dudes is telling. So I could mess around and end up with more time than I started out with. And I want to be able to basically have a legacy. I want to be able to do stuff that my family's proud of. So it was like the aha moment. I need to be able to put myself in a position where I can have something to come home to. Mm -hmm. And I need Mm -hmm. to put myself in a position that I can have something to do when I go home. Because if I don't, then I'm going to do what I've been doing all these years. Mm. And that puts me in a position to come back. So as far as me not seeming like um, remorseful, there was one, I had a dream one day. It was... A bus stop. I know where the bus stop was at because it was so vivid in my my dream that I knew exactly where I was at. There's a bus stop where Gun Hill and East Chester intersect. I don't know if y'all know the Bronx. Mm -hmm. I was at that bus stop and I saw the deceased at the bus stop and he saw me and we started fighting and I was like, yo, ain't you dead? So he's fighting me and I'm fighting him and in my dream I'm thinking, Am I dead? Because he's sure as hell dead. So, but that like rattled me. So, you know, it's not like I woke up, <gasps> but you know, it's like it's some I'm a I'm a thinker. So if something rattles me, I might not show it emotionally, mm-hmm. but I'ma think about like, yo, what does that mean? It has to mean something. So it's I have to change. That's already done, but I still have to do something because that rattled me. So I'm saying this, I don't deal with that dude at all. So I'm just saying in general, uh, a lot of us have been desensitized so much that we don't know how to show emotion well. But however we respond, it may be a physical, it may be a verbal then you just have to accept it and like, yo, listen, because if I tell you I feel bad about it, I do. I might not cry. You know? I, I, you know, I, I was working on making myself more humane prior to coming home because I didn't want to come home and be dead inside because that's how I felt in prison. Mm. And a good example of how I actually showed emotion is I went to four parole boards before I got released. My actual sentence was 20 to life. So I went to the first parole board in 2009 because I got locked up in 89. So 2009 was my 20 years. Mm -hmm. Guys told me when you get your decision, if it's a thick uh, envelope, then you're getting hit because you got all these appeal papers and so on and so forth. So I spent most of my years in maxes. At the end of my bid, at like the 18 and a half year, I went to a, a medium. So it was less security, you got dorms as opposed to cells. So I get there, I go to parole board from there. And I'm like, well, I made it to a medium finally. Boom. I get my decision. Then. thin, so I'm like, oh shit, I I'm expecting to hit my first one. After 20 years, I spent a whole lot of time in the box. Open it, did not. They, they changed the way they do shit. You got one little paper for a pill. so I'm like, oh shit, all right, cool. I went to the box like two weeks later and stayed in the box for six years. So the next three boards I went to from the box. And the box is special housing unit, 23-hour lockdown, um, one-hour wreck. My fourth board, before I went to my fourth board, a rule changed. And I'm thankful for that rule because that's why I'm here. The rule changed. It was saying, basically, you cannot deny a person parole because of the crime. They're already doing the time for the crime. You have to base it on what they have done since then and how are they prepared and what they could possibly do. I got my GED on Rikers Island. Like I got my GED like two months after I got locked up. I got Department of Labor Certificate. I got an IPA. That's an inmate peer assistance. I got accolades as far as little bullshit that you got to get. I was teacher's aide. I was doing stuff. I did programs. I, I I was training people to do programs. I did all those things. I wrote two novels while I was locked up. Started my own company and published it. I had people writing letters, I proved that. I won an award for one of my books. So all this stuff I put together in a package and pushed it to parole, like, I'm ready. I got people writing from the community, writing letters and all this. So I'm, as you can see, I'm an entrepreneur. I loved Shark Tank. So every Friday I used to listen to Shark Tank. I was in a box, so you can't see it. You gotta listen to it on headphones. So, Friday is the day when they come with the decisions. So, the decision came in the mail. I grabbed it, tossed it to the side, and fuck that. I'll I look at that shit after Shark Tank because I don't want it to fuck up my Shark Tank. So, I listened to Shark Tank. I worked out. Got myself all sweaty and all that washed up because I'm like, I'm get some bad news. I'm going to take my ass to sleep. So, boom. Grabbed it. It, it felt thicker than usual. So I'm like, shit, this, that ain't good. So I sit down, I cross my legs on the bed, opened it up, and it said, Dear Mr. Bunting, congratulations. Like, I, I'm starting to feel it even now. And I couldn't finish reading the page. Like the tears, and it's like a a cleansing because it felt good to be able to show emotion. I was so dead inside, it felt good like you're yeah, awakening part of my humanity, part of my spirit. And I started choking. <laughs> like I was cho- I was gasping for air and guys was like, yo, what's going on? Like what's like, Cause like I really like like it was and you know, they called me force. They're like, yo, force. So I was like, yo, that's force. Like, yo, what's up? What's wrong? What's wrong? Hyperventilating. Right. Control. And they was like, yo, cause they know that this um that's the the decision day. So they know I went to the board. They was like, yo, I was like, yo, they let me go. And dudes went crazy, started banging and shit. And I was like, that's fucked up. I'm going to fuck around and die because <laughs> they let me go and I can't fucking breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm saying all this to let y'all know that I do have emotion. It's just it's certain things that trigger it. And like I go and I haven't done, you know, COVID, but there's times I'll go and I'll go to schools and i go and I'll give presentations and I'll talk to people and I'll tell them about myself and my life and things. And like, I'll look out into the audience and people's be ready to cry. Like some have teary eyes and all this. I'm like, damn, I told them about me. And I, I like that. I like to be able to connect to people and let them know, listen, I've been through this and I survived.
0: Your eyes got watery just now.
3: Yeah, it did. And I like that.
0: I like that too. I mean, I appreciate that, man. You know, I, I'm able to. You know, you know, I'm able to vibe with you. you know what yeah, Isaac Water, you held it down though. You're strong. You, you probably <laughs> thought about something crazy. So, so, so let's get into because and thank you. You know, but let's get into because how did you end up getting locked up? Like, how yes. did they? Fit? Yeah, do you? No, we, we, we skip
1: past that. Yeah, okay. Can you take over that, that for me That's a rate it's a real. No, I just I just feel like <laughs> I hate being through this, bro. Nah, um Yeah, we, we, we definitely skip past that. We went from the uh the uh, the guy in the car, back seat, jumped in the front seat, mm-hmm. and then we jumped to the to the you know, to you being in prison. So right. h- how'd you actually get
3: caught? Okay. Um There were people out there Mm -hmm. and one of the people that was friends with the deceased, ran to the deceased family house and told him, listen, this dude is out there with his guts hanging out. Boom. So when the police came, that's what the family said. This person came, told us he's out there with his guts hanging out. So of course the police gonna go talk to that person. It's a female, she was a crackhead. So the female went and talked to I mean the police went and talked to her and took her to the precinct showed her a photo ray. A photo ray is basically a book that has pictures, uh, mug shots of people. So she picked she said force. She said the name force. She went and picked out a picture of somebody named Stephen. This is important. So My name was known as Force, you know, throughout the projects and all that. So when the police get me, you know, it's like, all right, they put me in a lineup. She picks me out of the lineup. Mm. So now she has a photo array picture of someone she's calling Force that she picked first and me in a lineup. Okay. Now... The day I got arrested, my co-defendant had my car. I had the car. As far as the car is in my name, it's my car. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going by my paperwork. It's not like I was there. Um, the day that I got arrested, he got pulled over and got a ticket. So when they pulled him over for making an illegal U-turn, they asked him for his license and registration. He hands them my license. But it was a temp- I had a temporary license because I had just passed a road test not too long ago and I hadn't gotten the, the one with the picture yet. Yeah. So when he handed him, he said, are you Johnny Bunting? He was like, no, Johnny Bunting's home sleep. And it's like, all right, so what's your, who are you? So he put school ID. We were school kids, like that, that age. I was 17, he was 16. So he gives him his ID and he gave him a ticket, sent him on his way. But when he goes to the precinct later on and they're talking, they mention that Johnny Bunting got arrested for murder. And he's like, what? I just pulled a car over that belonged to him. And they're like, well, listen, if you see that car again, pull it over because it may have some evidence in it. Now, I don't know nothing about this. But as an intellectual nerdy type dude, I'm thinking as I'm locked up, I call, listen, take my car home. Leave it there because I know that it was fucking used and that's just common sense to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, take my car home, leave it, bam. No, they went a joyride. So a few days later, I think that's the fifth. I got locked up the first. On the fifth, they're driving around, police pull a car over. Now they had already spoke to more witnesses and my uncle was one of them. So my uncle knows who I am. My uncle knows who my co-defendant is. My uncle said his name. So the instructions was, when you see him, get him. This other guy's in the car. His name is Arthur Alston, a.k.a. Choke No Joke. Was he a co-defendant? No. He was just uh, in the car. So my co-defendant gets arrested. They take them to the precinct. They tell my co defendant, "You have the right to remain silent." Arthur didn't get no Miranda warnings because Arthur wasn't under arrest.
2: Mm.
3: Arthur goes in the precinct and starts singing like the Pointer Sisters.
0: But but why? What what made him go to the precinct? What made him? What made him go to the precinct and start singing?
3: I guess fear, because the police taking the car, taking the guys, and then next thing you know, interrogation process. This is me guessing. Assuming, okay. Right, because he told me that they threatened him. So so, so you spoke to him? Yeah. After. You know, I I, I didn't know he went to the grand jury or none of that. This is stuff that I found out after trial. Okay. But I I call a block because I hear, oh, uh, such and such got arrested, my my co-defendant. So I'm like, the girl, the girl that was with us, she's the first person that told me he was telling and I didn't believe her. And and she, because she said, he said, I don't give a fuck about uh, uh," something like he don't give a fuck. I don't remember the actual verbatim, verbatim what she said, but the way she interpreted it that he was telling. But I wouldn't take her word for it because I'm like, yo, like you wasn't there, you know. He didn't have no, I know he didn't have nothing to do with it. So in my head, if they take you into the precinct, you got to walk out because you ain't did shit. So that's how I'm looking at it like, yo, he didn't do nothing. Like, they ain't supposed to arrest him. Boom. Time comes when it's come time for trial. I catch up with him because we know people in common. So he like, yo, they forcing me to come to court. I'm like, listen, you ain't got to come to court. Because my uncle didn't come to court. I'm like, my uncle's not coming to court. You ain't got to come to court. This crackhead is coming. She said, this dude did it and I did it. As long as nobody makes her word strong, I'm gone. You can't, you got two different IDs. One of them was not me and that was the first ID. So that one has more precedence over the second ID because that's the first one you... Identified. The second one, you could just say, Well, it looks like the first one, so she made a mistake. You understand what I'm saying? So, this dude, and this is me um transcripts at trial, me learning stuff, he was coming to court numerous days. Like he was coming to court on days when he wasn't testifying just to be prepped. The prosecutor will get you there and they'll take you through whatever questions they're going to ask you and your answers and so on and so forth. And all these days, now, there's a brother that I know, that we know, that killed somebody. And he went to trial and he, and he got found not guilty. Now, he was home at the time. So when I see him in court with him sitting next to him, I said, oh, yeah, because when, when he said he had to come to court, I was like, okay, well, you got to sabotage. All you got to do is say, we went to the motel, me and the girl went in, I left you with the car, you left, you never saw me again. Simple as that. All right, all right, all right. So when I seen him sitting next to dude, I'm like, oh, this dude, he definitely ain't going to snitch with this dude here. I guess I was wrong. Um, he could have, like, my offers were 10 to 20, and then 7 to 21. Now, had I known he was going to do all this, I could have copped out. Like, I could have been home over a decade ago. But, me thinking that he was going to keep it thorough, um, and, I'm rolling the dice on the crackheads identification. Now, uh, to anyone who thinks, okay, well, you killed them, you should do the time. You might be right. You might be right. But if for someone that I've looked out for, that I've helped put money in your pocket, you shouldn't be the one that, that put me in. You should be the one that say, listen, uh-uh. I'm going to let you roll the dice, but I'm not going to be no parts in sealing your fate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That makes sense, right? It makes sense Because when you're dealing in the street life, and it's not like I'm in the streets anymore. I'm a, I'm a legitimate businessman, but I still know the code in the streets. If you're dealing in the street life and you're getting that illegal money and you're, 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 you're having your little gun confrontations here and there, you got to leave it there. You got to leave it in the streets. Even if it ain't got nothing to do with you you're dealing with that code. Like, listen, all right, well, damn. Like When you're not in a street life and you're a regular civilian, 911 is on your speed dial. That's your friend. And I don't got no beef with you if you call 911 because that's how you do things. It's, it's, It's like when you have your job, I can't tell you how to do your job. This is your protocol. The street has its own protocol. When you go against that protocol, you are labeled a rat, a snitch, a tattletale, stool pigeon, or whatever you want to call it. But that's what it is. Yes. What was your relationship with, with Choke No Joke prior to that? He... Me and him wasn't buddies. What happened was, his, his building that he lived in was one of the main drug buildings. For whatever reason, he wasn't one of the chosen that could come out there and do his thing because stuff started getting a little strict around the projects where people were starting to get more territorial. They're like, hey, listen, you, 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 if you ain't got somebody package, you ain't out here. So he was broke anyway. One of my boys was cool with him, and he had asked him for money, and so he came to me, He's like, yo, listen, uh, Artie, because that's what his name, his name is Arthur, we was calling him Artie, like, Artie needs such and such, boom, 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 you wanna get a half, I'm like, all right, all right, boom, I'ma lend it to him, and you can sell it here. So I-, I opened the door for you, I didn't give you a key, you only wanted a half, I gave you a half, And I let you sell it here so I can get my fucking money back. Um, I opened the door for you. Now, it's not me and him. We didn't uh, go way back or nothing. As I already told you, all I was living in Connecticut for a little while and all that. Me and him wasn't in public school together or nothing. But because of that, then he started being around. Because I'm letting you sell in the area I'm selling at. And now he had a driver's license. 'Cause he's older than me. So he had a driver's license. I had the um temporary joint. And it's like, all right, well he, he could drive the car, this that the third. He's one of them funny dudes standing around in the coal or whatever, he entertaining and you know, a little gossip. He he really ain't changed much since since then. And it's like, all right, cool. But still in all, even though we wasn't tight. I did you a solid. I did something that the, the guys in your building didn't do, so I should have got a better treat. My hand didn't call for that, not from him. See what I'm saying?
0: If he was a Samaritan,
3: though, like if he was, was he in the streets like that, or was he a Samaritan? he was a guy that I helped put a package in his hand. He was in the streets. Yeah, he was. He he was doing something prior to that. It wasn't like this was his first package. So don't don't like like the guy transitioning from a uh, Samaritan to the streets and then oh shit, the water's hot, I'm telling. No. Okay. He he, he was he was out there. He was already in the streets. He already. was already in it. Okay. He just was fucked up. You like like how I said, fell off. Guys get in there, do a little dibble and dabble. They may work for somebody. Their boys get locked up. I, I don't know what his situation was, but he was doing something and things got rough. And I was there to help him. You helped him, but you didn't hang out with him that much. No, he started hanging around because I allowed him to sell drugs in the area. So then he started being the, the lap dog, the lackey. He'd be there.
0: So let me ask you a question. So the guy the guy so but he saw you guys saw the guy he saw the guy what happened with you and the guy. They were watching from
3: the car. We went around the corner, so he didn't actually see the the actual he's he said in the in the transcripts that we chased him around the corner, he ain't seen nothing else. That's the truth. we chased him around the corner, we see nothing else. Then he starts saying, I right, came back with blood on my shirt, got it right here. Um, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. You shouldn't have said none of that, but you're doing too much. One thing that I want to clarify for everyone in this room and anyone that's watching, when you come to court, it doesn't automatically make you a snitch. It doesn't. Now, when you're dealing with the street life, you shouldn't come to court. But if you do come to court, Then it depends on who are you coming to court for. He came to court for the people. The people of the state of New York versus Johnny Bunting Jr. Mm -hmm. So that's telling you the two sides. He's there on behalf of the people. So that means you are against me. Mm. Now, here's the thing. Did he say he saw me kill him? No. If you say you saw me chase the guy around a corner and then you have somebody else saying they see me kill him, you just connected the dots. Because this other person had identified somebody else. He said he saw me go around a corner and when they asked him about our relationship like yo I knew him for some years. So if you knew me for some years, your identification of me trumps that of the crackhead who don't know me at all and just saw me in a neighborhood and says, "Okay, well, it could have been the guy in the picture." It could have been him. But I've seen somebody do this. Yeah, I knew this dude for years. He ran around the corner chasing him. Understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's called corroboration. You corroborated it. You gave that crackhead credibility. And you made her testimony strong.
1: Now, what was his reasoning for? for, uh, Thank you.
3: What, what, what was his reasoning for, for snitching?
0: Exactly. What was his reason?
3: His, his reasoning, uh, according to what I was told, is that he was forced. They was threatening to lock him up and charge him with murder. That's That was... But, but if you didn't do nothing, I mean, yeah. you didn't do nothing. So here's the thing. And this is just me, my, my legal mind. Everybody doesn't know this, but if you know you didn't do something and they say you got the right to remain silent, you got the right to an attorney, then didn't, didn't get a fucking lawyer. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to pay for it. You just got to have somebody speak up for you because you know you didn't do it. It's one thing as if he did anything. Like if he came out the car, gave him a kick, uh, uh, like you did something. You didn't do shit. You, didn't, you got out the car from the back seat to the front seat to drive. Ain't nobody charged you as being no fucking getaway driver. Nobody on, said that. Hold on. Ooh, wait. Come on, man. You
0: smart you're smarter than that. Right. Once he once 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 he drove you, you know he became a part of that. You once know you that. Know,
3: yeah. I hear what you're saying. That's the law. It's not what I'm saying. Right. That's what the law uh, is and saying. I, and, yeah, but Definitely. no one brought that up.
0: Uh, sure? Is it
3: I'm I'm sure. You're sure it's not in that paperwork. It's not, not, is not in here. I like you Forsberg. but come on. I, I, you let's... can go through it. We can read it together. We can we could <laughs> turn this into a sermon. <laughs> I'm, of course, you sure? First. Because you can't, you can't bruh, be... What's bruh, it called? It's acting in concert. I, I know the law, bro. Okay, all right. I got okay. a degree in power. Uh, 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 not, I'm not questioning uh, uh, slow down. Right, Come right. a little strong on me, force. I've, I've been carrying these papers for 30 years.
0: Is, it in, it, is the parts that he told... Is it?
3: That's That's a part of the first... That's a part of a statement, that very first page. Okay. That has the... And this was delivered to me at trial. I they this, they surprised me with that. They didn't even let me know. I didn't know he was snitching with any statement other than what the girl tried to tell me okay. until I was in the midst of trial when that paper came out and it slashed and let the let the I mean
0: so 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 where's his statement at? All right. You see it says facts. Yeah. At the time and place of occurrence, defendant uh, Jenis Jackson, a.k.a. Bandit, previously arrested Johnny Bunting, a.k.a. Force. Eyewitness Arthur Alston and a girl named Ebony were driving around in Bunting's Honda looking for that guy, a.k.a. Rutt. Yeah. They saw him near Sousa Park. Bandit and Force got out of the car and ran after the guy. Bandit came back with a bat in his hand, and Force had left the car with a beige knife pouch in his hand. Beige knife pouch, okay. Blood was on Bunting's shirt, all drove away. Bandit put the bat in the trunk, the bat in the trunk.
3: Now, what a stenographer's
0: statement taking the beginning. and uh, say,
3: uh, Force was holding a beige knife pouch. Hold up, you just skipped something. No St- stenographic statement yeah, taken beginning yeah, at 11:55 p.m. Mm-hmm. Statement of eyewitness. Arthur, okay, sorry. Bam.
0: Author Alston. Sorry. Force was holding a beige knife pouch Sheet in the car. I consulted with Frank and supervisor uh, Alan Karen about this case. Karen indicted the previous arrested Bunting. Oh, I, I gave Alston a grand jury subpoena for Thursday, June 8th. June 8th. Note that another eyewitness. Mr. Simmons. That's my uncle. Who was now our Lady of Mercy who was now in our Lady of Mercy hospital with pneumonia. ID'd in a photo was a stray. Uh this defendant Array, sorry. I didn't see the A is crossed out. Photo of Ray was at a hospital on June fifth, nineteen eighty nine, one PM.
3: Okay. And that also, even though this I didn't get you to a second page, you see an eyewitness will view lineup tomorrow and has seen a photo array and picked out the defendant saying the photo looks like the culprit. That was somebody else. I have to pee very badly, so we need to take a pause. Okay, I've y'all, been holding this. you gave me this water too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Do you recall where you were probably 6 o'clock in the morning? Answer, yes. And where were you? Baychester Avenue in the Bronx. Question, I am sorry. Baychester Avenue in the Bronx. I guess he had to speak louder. And could you tell the jury exactly where you were? On Baychester Avenue in the Bronx. Were you on the street? No, I was in a car. Okay, what kind of car were you in? A Honda Accord. And what color was this Honda Accord? Blue. Do you know who's Honda called you in? Yes. Who was it? Uh, Johnny Bunting. Could you tell the jury who was in the? Uh, could you tell the jury who was in the car? Other right. Me, myself, a girl, Dennis, and Johnny. Dennis and Johnny. Do you know Dennis' last name? No, I don't. Do you know Dennis by any other name than Dennis? Yes. What do you know him as? Bandit. I am sorry, Bandit. And Johnny. Do you know Johnny by another name? Yes. What do you know him as? Force. What? Force. Now, can you tell the jury where was it this car was traveling at about 6 o'clock in the morning on June 1st in 1989? Answer. On Baychester Avenue. Uh, Did there come a time withdrawn? Do you know a person by the name of FC? I don't want to say the person's name out of respect for the family. I don't know him personally. I heard of him. Okay, did there come a time when you saw this person, F.C.? Yes. And were you in a car at the time? Is that correct? Yes. What happened when you saw this person, F.C.? I seen him running. Okay, were you still in the car at this time? Yes. And did you see Force and Bandit? Objection! Sustain, don't lead. (laughs) Tell us what happened when F.C. was running. He ran around the corner. Was anyone running behind him? Objection! I will allow it. Can you repeat, please? Was anyone running behind FC? Johnny and Dennis were after him. And you say they were—they went after him. Can you describe? Uh, objection. Overruled. You said they went after them. Can you describe what you mean by that? They went after him around the corner, and I didn't see no more after that. Now, before earlier than 6 o'clock... In the morning, you said that you were in the car with Force and Bandit and the young lady. Is that correct? Yes. Did you see anything in the car? Objection. It's very general. Overall, you want to be specific? Well, did you see anything in the car other than the three people you mentioned yourself? You uh, Answer. Want to be specific? Yes. Yes. What did you see? What do you mean, what did I see? Did you see whether or not Mr. Bunting had anything in possession at the time? At the time, yes. What do you mean when he got out the car? No, before he got out of the car, no. You didn't see anything in his hand? Not. Objection. Sustain. Before 6 o'clock in the morning, earlier, did you see him have anything in his possession? Earlier, when he came back from the car, earlier, when he came back from where we were going, it was a pouch in the car. And when he sat in the car, he had it in his hand. He picked it up, he was in the car, and he picked it up, and he sat down. Can you describe what type of pouch it was? A beige pouch. Could you show us approximately the size? Size of a pencil. Can you hold up your hands? About this size of a pencil. Hold it up a second so I can have the record reflect. The witness is holding his two hands, one above the other. I would say about this size, okay? About the size, yes. Uh, let the record reflect that the witness is holding a pencil. Will you uh, stipulate how long it is? Uh, Mr. Albert, uh, whether you say approximately six to seven inches. Six to seven inches, all right? Question, Mr. Alston. Is his name Alston? Yes. Alston. How long have you known the person you was in the car with? How long have you known the person who, you, who was in the car with you, force and bandit, since high school? And approximately... How many years is that? About two. One and a half, two. Now, the person that you said Johnny, you also had known him to be false. Is that correct? Yes. Wow. Do you see the person <laughs> here in the courtroom? Yes. Could you point him out to the jury sitting next to the lawyer?
3: <laughs> see, these are the things that the prosecutor does to convey to the jury. So he's going along with that shit even though he might not think he's doing damage. You, You... you, you you confirm my nickname is Force. You said you know me for a year and a half, 2 years, and then you point or or, or stipulate you you single me out. So this is the game. Let yeah. me continue, please, All right. okay. Sorry about that. All right.
0: Now did it come a t- okay. <clears throat> now did there come a time when you drove the vehicle that you were in at one time? Yes. And where did you drive the vehicle to? Co-op City. Did there come a time before you got the Co-op City that the defendant got back in the vehicle? Yes. Did you see the defendant get back in the vehicle? Yes. And did you happen to notice his shirt? Anything unusual about his shirt? Yes, he had blood on his shirt from his nose was bleeding. Oh, hold on. Blood was
3: on his shirt? Yes, the nose. Hold up. My nose wasn't bleeding. This is a He 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 making shit worse for me by lying. Hold up, hold on
0: and his nose was bleeding i object the jury attorney repeating what he said what the witness said unless he repeats the whole thing i have no further questions you may cross but hold on but he said your nose was bleeding see so
3: come on All right, so so what does that mean force hold up force I, that means force. i i went and killed the dude and got a busted nose in the process force come on bro this your cousin no. All right then. Like let's not, let's keep it real. No,
0: nah, I'm just saying, no, no, no. my cousin but I, I, you said that he told on you and it says it says his nose was bleeding. Your nose was bleeding.
3: What that got to do with him being on the stand for the prosecutor? Cuz that's what telling on me means. He represented the people in putting me at the scene of the crime, identifying who I am. He con- he corroborated with the crackhead. These are the things, these are facts.
0: Okay, I, I I see that. I see so so you
3: me were. having a bloody nose, which I didn't, is and I'm saying I didn't not because of an ego. I'm just saying be, now you, now you're putting extra shit in there, thinking that you're helping me. But all that's telling me is that you told him I have blood on my shirt. Right? This dude is dead around the corner with his guts hanging out. I got blood on my shirt, and now you're trying to say, oh, it's from a nosebleed.
0: So you think that he told the police that? It was from the crime, but he tried to flip it in
3: court. I'm sure he did. And and, and it's not like I actually have proof, but here's the thing. He was going to there. If you keep reading, when when, when the, um when my lawyer cross-examined him, he asked him something about how many times like you've been there. So you'll see that he's been to the prosecutor for several days getting prepped. And you go through preparation of the questions and your answers and so on. And they ask you questions based on whatever statement they got from the police. So mm-hmm. the sheath, the, the pouch is because like that little piece of a statement at the beginning, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you said I had that. So they're trying to get it out. That's why the lawyer kept objecting because it was like, you kept trying to lead him. If you're going to tell a story, let them tell the story, but you keep trying to lead him, So that means you're getting stuff out of him that he already said.
0: You follow me? I'm I'm following. I'm just reading. Hold on, I just gotta be. I, I gotta just yeah.
3: I don't I don't mind Al- you not taking me. Austin for the people. Yeah, for, for the people, not me. No, I
0: take. What, what do you mean? You don't mind? I'm not taking I, you. I, I I'm taking you for what you said. I'm just. I have to ask these questions. You got? I, I have to ask a question. No man. problem,
3: brother. No problem. Continue. Just,
0: yeah, I have to ask these questions because it's, it's inquiring minds wonder. Mine, that's
3: right. Man. That's right.
0: I'm not saying you're lying. I can't. I don't <laughs> think you're lying, but I have to ask these questions because. I'm trying to see what you said just made sense, but if you didn't explain that to me, I would say, but hold on. I read a paper where the man said you had a bloody nose, so did he really tell? But then you explained something to me that I didn't... I, I'm not aware about. Okay. You know more about that than I do. You
3: the truth can withstand cross-examination, brother. Mmm.
0: <laughs> he cooperated... Because and, 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 he did say he, he knew who he was. He did say... So I see what you're saying. You're saying that the fact that he said that's false and the the crackhead said what she said he's corroborating that she, when she said yeah he had blood on his shirt yes he had blood on his shirt Then he just tried to add the right. blood on his, uh, i got it i see what you're saying so he tried to add something that he didn't need to add because he already said what sort of like he, him and this crackhead story aligned itself but right. he tried because you were there he tried to switch it up but it didn't it, it was did, the damage was already done exactly got it he
1: went went to court. Went to the uh, the trial and, and be like, I don't know what's going on. because kept it. He could have did that as well,
3: right? He he, he could have done that. the The problem with that because I was trying to tell him that he was like, well, now I'm gonna get charged with perjury. This, that, and the third because he already gave a statement. And then when you come in and you try to switch it, it's like know. yo. Yeah. So I told him like, listen, this is what you do. Like my uncle, r- rest in peace. He he. They caught him in a hospital. Because he had pneumonia, and they talked to him, whether or not he was on medication or whatever or whatever, they got something out of him. But when it came time to court, where where did Uncle go? Uncle didn't come. That's it. I said, "Yo, I said the worst case scenario, you come to You don't come to court, they give you a fine. I'll pay the fine, man. Fuck, don't come to court." He
0: did give, but I did see that they asked him. He said that he did give a statement. Yeah. Um, oh, 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 what's the statement behind here?
3: No, the 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 best the closest thing I have to a statement was this little bit of stuff in the front because yeah, I yeah, give yes, you an yes, essence yes, yes. what he said. I never got an actual physical statement from him till his day. But I know he made one.
1: So in your opinion, do 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 you do you really feel like he snitched because he has something against you or he just kind of got scared? Question.
3: Um I think fear was a part of it but I think there was something deeper because I'm pretty sure if I was someone else, one of the people that he held a little more dear, that that little bit of fear would, you still would have been able to say, yo, don't come to court and he wouldn't have came. Mm. So it could have been something deep. I don't know. Sometimes you know how you can do something and someone interprets it deeper than what it was and they don't tell you, they hold it against you, and you don't find out till the, the, the knife is in your back. <laughs> like, damn. Mm-hmm. So, like, God knows, but I I know that I've done for him. Right. Now, if I'd done something that rubbed him the wrong way, he should have said so. I I know he's feared me, but still, there's there's a way, even if you fear somebody, there's still a way that you can present like you hey, listen, man. Here's what's up, man. You did such and such. It didn't make me look too good.
0: What did you do to him?
3: I didn't do shit to him. But I'm just saying, in, in general, if I did something <laughs> that
0: uh, uh, force stop, <laughs> stop again. Force, come on, man. You know you did some shit to him and you're trying to clean it up. Nah, I do Probably embarrassing, violent, and force. Come on, force he, is me, man. He
3: embarrassed his motherfucking self. <laughs> several <times. laughs> Force is me, bro. It's me. How nah, you fuck with the dude? Like if this if...
0: guy kid not play for. <laughs> <laughs> Force, force. What do you do? You violated him? You used to son
3: him? He was a son already. Force. Did you use it? Force. I need you to admit something to me. If anything, it was my grandson, because he wasn't my son. Whoa! ho G G, don't do that. That's not funny. Force. Yep. You know. First, you like that, right? He likes was, that. Yeah,
0: that was that was that was, that was <laughs> nah, I don't like that, because that was too big.
2: Okay,
0: no, no, no. But but what I'm trying to say for I think in your in your mind, you had a lot of time to think about it. I think that you know that you might have you might have did something to him, because you have to think: Why would he do it? Unless he's jealous of you to get you out the way, that could be one.
3: That could be one.
0: Unless you've been disrespecting him, sunning him, and like, oh, I can't really approach this guy because he's a tough guy. That could be another. Or he's a civilian.
3: He ain't a civilian. Like I told you, he done sold a couple of cracks in his life. He ain't a civilian. He done hung around. With, he done post pictures with jail dudes and. All this like he he wanted to promote that street you wanted to promote it you got to live it man and and I'm sure he carried a gun once or twice in his life might not have never busted but I'm sure he touched one and it's like yo listen you you got to hold it down man and 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 he could have he could have kept it all the way thorough with me and said yo when I spoke to him on the phone like yo listen they got me in a tight jam man that would at least put me on point. So I'd be like, well, fuck it, I got to cop out. Oh. Hmm. That, that makes sense, right? It does. I could have ended up with 7 to 21 instead of 20 to life.
0: So, so, so let me, let me ask you some questions real quick. Um, Like, when you was in prison, did, did he reach out to you at all? Did he send you a letter, anything? Did you speak to him?
3: I spoke, Spoke to him through three ways, like I, you know, a three-way call. I have somebody call him. Um, he never came to visit me. He never sent me any money. Um, the one time I asked him to do something that I felt was something substantial, he said he would do it, and he reneged on me. And that's when I did the books. When I when I published the books, I had heard he was on Rap City. So I'm like, well, listen, you know somebody, you in BET, Um, see if you can help me promote my books, you know, put me in a position where I can help myself because that's what I prefer. I I prefer instead of you actually helping me, you can help me to help myself because I'm one of them self-sufficient people. So if I need a hand, it's going to be a hand up, not a hand out. Hmm. He said he would do it. He ain't do it. So if if anybody think, well, you, you got a, a animosity or you got, that's one of the things that I felt that he could have kind of redeemed himself with me. like Like, yo, I feel bad that I fucked up. Like, if you really didn't mean to send me up the river and you just fucked up, then do something to get redemption. And he didn't do that. He sold me a dream and didn't even do that.
0: How much time did you, you spoke to him on the phone, you say, out of well, the 25
3: years? Um, I know it's single digits, you know, uh, so uh, maybe four or five times. That was in early in the years or later in the years, the latter? That was, I'm trying to think of the last time, because I, I, I know when the last time I spoke to him, because I had a girl call him. A girl from Buffalo was coming to see me. She called him, and when it was time to hang up, because when I came home, we had a conversation. Somebody put us on the phone, and he was tight. He said he was tight, because when she supposed to hang up, she didn't hang up. And she was like, don't be having me call that snitch, motherfucker. He's like, yo, you told a girl I'm a snitch? So you testified against me. And that was, I was in Wendy, so, Wendy was, um, I went to the medium from Wendy. So that was around 2000 and 2006 or 2007. That's the last time I spoke to him. But it's not like we spoke to each other. It's like I, I catch up with him and then years later, catch up, you know, boom. So it's, it's still single digits throughout. Like, And I'll just, to keep it single digits, but to keep it high, I'll say nine times in 25 years. He came to see me one time. I I, I, I got it correct. You. He came to see me one time, cause we have a mutual friend, and he 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 brought him up, and I talked to him. But like I said, every time he said he'll do something, he ain't do it. I was trying to, because I was trying to forgive him. I was trying to mm. forgive him like yo, listen, like you didn't mean that, you know. I was trying to, and it's like when you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, it leads me to like, yo. What's up? Yeah. Did you really sabotage me, man? Because you, you, you should be jumping at any chance mm-hmm. to make amends to me if you really didn't mean to fuck me over. So he didn't mm-hmm. try
1: to take care of the family or anything while, while, he, while he was in there? No,
3: well, no. I don't know. family probably was doing better than he was. um. But he hasn't He hasn't offered See, it's, it's one thing to offer because I was selling drugs through most of my bed. So I was doing all right. But it, fuck all that. Offer. Have me say, nah, I'm all right. But at least I give you the credit of offering. Right? That makes sense? Mm-hmm.
0: Did you hear that he if he told on anybody else in Eden Wall?
3: I actually ran into a brother that told me he did tell on him. But he copped out so it never got to a uh, testifying at a a jury trial so how did he know he told on them and that's why i'm telling you the specifics because i don't know i'm going by what he said so it's hearsay right which Right. um
0: he goes hard on uh you know knowing his videos and stuff he goes hard on on rock nation you know desiree perez he goes
3: hard and stuff like that um why do you think he does that? It's deflection. Simple as that. He knows his own past and it haunts him, and he tries to go hard to try to make himself seem above that.
0: Well, you know, <sighs> <laughs>
3: you don't, you don't think so.
0: Uh,
3: <laughs> it's just my opinion.
1: Oh, oh. So, I haven't seen go over there. Cause force.
0: force, my man. I like force. I gotta go
1: to
3: court on it. I like force a lot, home. man.
0: But <laughs> yo, force.
3: All right. It's just my opinion. I could be wrong. Your full I like,
0: you know that, but
3: Listen, he told on me. He told on me. That's that's, that's, of that's a before. fact. You
0: know you gotta explain to people. No, you say you explained to me. Cause when somebody reads this, that bloody nose thing could throw people off. You okay. gotta explain. And when you explain, it makes sense. Like you gotta explain and that's why you're explaining because when I look at it, even me, I'm like, Well, he said bloody nose, but it does say he gave a statement b- before. Right. So do you think that he stuck with the bloody nose stick like, in your because you spoke to him. So when you and let's keep it real, because you was you was a strong dude back in there. I did my research. So now, were you trying to? I you you told on me. So now you gotta you gotta you try to try to try to muscle him. Yeah 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 force yeah 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 force tell the truth let it out force.
3: All right, check this out. It's me. Yeah, it's you. It's you, and this is me. Now, 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 let me. The, the 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 way he could have helped was to help me to get money. Now, as far as him having money, I actually assumed because he had um some backstage tunnel thing going on. So I has heard about it and I assumed he was doing relatively well. Then I spoke to some people that I know that know him. And one of my boys said, yo, he borrowed some money from me. I'm like, how the fuck he borrowing money from you if he's running around with Jay-Z and, and Dame? Something ain't right. Now, his habits, I don't know anything about habits. So, meaning I don't know about spending habits. I don't know if he drinks. I don't know drugs. I don't know if he prostitutes. I don't know what's going on, how money don't stay in his pocket. But it's like, it's, it's... It bewilders me to see if you running around with millionaires and you're in a position to, to make a decent amount of money. Everybody who runs around with a millionaire isn't a millionaire. We understand that. Nice. But you're not eating? I couldn't understand that. And it's like guys that was with us in prison come home and he'll bring them to parties. Cause you know, he had the ends, he'd bring them to parties. So it was like, yo, you go to parties, you have guys starstruck. And these dudes knew that he told on me. So it was like, he would get them and oh, put them in front of some beer and he they will, forget all about- He would wheel them in. And yeah. And it's like, yo, what the fuck just happened?
0: But what if he thought like, what if they thought like how I thought he did say you had a bloody nose?
3: No, because the, the rules is the rules. Bloody nose or not, your ass ain't supposed to be on that stand.
0: That's true. That is the rules. You tried to strong arm him though. No. Yes, you did. Force. Nah. I heard Look, about listen, you. Force. I heard you he he was a tough ain't guy. No money. It don't matter. You, he, told on on he told me. He told on me. Know what he did. He he play around force. Yeah, he record this. Yeah, for the documentary. He, he told <laughs> on me. He know what he did.
3: I'm force. I heard. I did my research. Force. Okay, you should have did your research on this fucking. I ain't no, no, no. no I, I'm this about is bro.
0: I'm, I'm interviewing you. Yeah. And I in your know. mind, you thought like, I the motherfucker told on me. He did that, so he got to play up. He know what he got to do. Your conversation probably was crazy. If we if we, we listen to the recorders of the conversation, you it, probably he took probably a got some recordings and yeah, exactly. snitch
3: motherfucker. No, hold on, whoa, whoa,
0: all right, all right. Yeah. I'll get low down. But you probably said, yo, you know what you did. You know what time it is. Like you probably was talking like that. For I didn't us. do
3: that. You know why I didn't do that? You wasn't it's, nice force. You was not nice force. I actually was. I was diplomatic out on the strength of the middleman. Hmm. That was my boy.
0: Of course, you were a little aggressive. Though I can see it. I am. All right. You me?
2: I am. I, right, I am, <laughs> I am. I'm, I I'm, tell you, aggressive. And now you I'm, cool.
3: But I'm. I'm one of them people that I can threaten somebody and be just a ah, smooth right now. I can. Yep.
1: Yep.
3: I can. Yep. But I didn't do it. Oh,
1: this is new thing. Of course. He forced you to go over there, too? He forced me to go in the corner. Of course. You know why? Because,
0: come on, you got to cut that That's different kind of corner. Come on, force. But I was honest. Oh, and and I respect the honesty. All right. But I know I know. to. Like I said, out of respect. Do you you, you think he feared you? Of course. There's no doubt about that. Why did he fear you? Why? Yeah.
3: First off, I don't think he ever won a fight in his life. So it's not like he was a tough guy. So it's, I, I'm pretty sure I ain't, ain't too many. He people. like got muscles now and stuff, right? That shit don't mean nothing.
0: There you go. There you go. That was a trap.
3: You fell uh, into my trap. Look, uh, but it don't mean nothing. Maybe
0: you fell into it. I changed my life.
3: I changed my life, so it don't matter if you got muscles. <laughs> so,
0: so so so, let me ask you a question. If you have you forgiven him? Have you forgiven him? Because you said that he 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 talks about. Because he does. I don't know him. At all, spoke to him in a DM to set up an interview. I was interested, and uh, we didn't. It didn't go through for whatever reason. And uh, of course, it's not going to go through. We, you know, we kept it moving. Um, but somebody else—I don't know if it's Killer Cav. Somebody talked about him saying something, but I, I never knew. I got a call before a long time ago, and but 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 what I'm saying is that did you end up forgiving him, or if you see him, you're going to turn it to force?
3: If I see him,
0: I might turn a little bit. You might turn back to fourth. A little bit. What if he comes and apologizes for? I mean, you know, you. Did that's what him. I want.
3: Okay, what's what, that's what you, I want? Jay,
0: take over this, Jay. You that's about, what I'll I want. The here's, here's,
3: the here's, here's, here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. Here's the real deal. I
1: got
3: you. Um, in order for me to move on, I have to forgive. I have to let go. So. To a degree, I have forgiven. And part of that forgiven was when the brother, when the brother put us together to talk, we wasn't together physically on a three-way conversation when I first Buy came home. home. Okay. Yeah, when I first came home. And I got to hear him, even though I didn't accept it, I I did some like logically like, okay, well, this is his, the way he thought. I embarrassed him because I told the girl this and she said he was a snitch, so on and so forth. So I understand where he's coming from because some warped way of thinking, he doesn't think he snitched. So sometimes you have to accept that and able to go on. Because I couldn't put myself, because I'm one of them people that like closure. And I couldn't put myself in in a point where I pigeonholed and I can't move on because Although I'm not rich yet, speaking things into existence, I'm all right. Every year since I've been home, I made more money. So my focus was to get myself good. I'm not being arrogant. I'm I'm just telling the truth.
0: (laughs) Yo, I like this guy, man. But he's I'm
3: I'm telling the truth. I can't just I I ain't thinking about this dude's pockets. I was going to get mine's. So you had people online, like, I'm looking for a handout. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for this. And that's why I went and checked his net worth. I'm like, let me check this dude's net worth to see what I'm supposed to be trying to Yo, shake force. down. No, I'm trying to exactly, shake exactly, down. It's actually false. I'm stop. trying to shake this Jeez, dude down.
0: G, <laughs> he fucked out. Is he?
3: <laughs> no, but I no, checked no, his no, net worth no. like but two force. weeks ago.
2: Force.
0: force.
3: What's it looking like? It said, and we could pull it up because I did, I did I Google. That. I ain't that. Stop it. Stop it me, said, 4K to 24.9K network. Not, I'm like, how the fuck you gonna be at home? Like, mm. I, like, are so, you serious?
0: So,
1: so A network.
3: So, how am I shaking that down? Did
0: you turn up on him, G? Hold on. Just... Yeah,
3: yeah. Shake me down. Twenty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> shake me down for twenty-five. <laughs> That's his whole life.
0: That's all life.
1: Yo. So, all right. So. No, knowing all of that stuff, knowing what you know, and you know what I'm saying, like networking and everything like that, why is it still bothering you now?
0: I'll tell you why. Because Force has been an aggressive guy <laughs> yeah, his whole life. Right. He's still aggressive. So he was getting right. money in prison. I'm passive regression was, nope. now, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, they're not passive aggression. <laughs> he was getting money in prison. Nobody messed with Force. Mm-hmm. Nobody violated Force. Let me see. You got any cuts in your face? No. Nope. You got a cut? Look, you look, ever look, cut got a one, yeah. You, 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 so somebody cut
3: you before? Yeah. In prison. I've, I've had fights and stuff too, yeah. How many of you lost? Um, I've been cut, but I still won that fight. i I mm-hmm. I put in my work. Yeah. I'm but gonna, it's 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 not about that. Hold no, on, no, let me finish my statement. It's not Let's, about that. Let me finish my
0: statement for you. Okay. Finish Don't your correct statement. My statement. Yeah. His mind is programmed already. Okay. Mm-hmm. He had to learn how to take himself out of that program mentality that he's been living his life. Now he comes home. He's free. Smells air. He's he's, he's he's an entrepreneur. But in his mind, in his heart, he still is the force from, that he, from '89. From, from '89, it it comes out. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Hey, he ain't telling me. I know. I know you. And he was going. He he felt that you put me here for a long time. Something got to give. Like anybody would feel.
3: Right. And that's why but when he said uh, about apology, it, it could be it something was, as simple positive. as him just owning up to it. One of the things that I've learned in these programs <laughs> is that if you want to rehabilitate yourself, you have to own up to what you did. I
2: agree. All
0: right, okay, all right, All right, I can't argue with that. Okay. Okay, I I you got you got me, you got me full, full, full that full full blown with that. I can't I that I can't argue with. Okay. You know what I mean? But I don't. Th- I think you want more than an apology. That's just my opinion. I can see it all don't, in your face. You don't,
3: don't got. You don't got. Yo, you keep going 50. back to money. You keep like, going back to money. I, I'm, I'm driving Benzes and BMWs for real. Like, for real. Like For real. Oh. Like, this ain't bullshit. Three sound effects at one time? Yeah. Nobody yeah. ever got that, G. I heard a, heard a lot of cars. <laughs> I
0: heard a lot of cars. I heard a lot of, of money. Nobody ever <laughs> got that boy. I heard a lot of cars. I heard a lot of money, man.
1: You know? G! I'm G. What I'm I hear no, no, of no, 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 no. Don't get. Don't yeah, get. He got about one more time. Do I give
3: it to him?
0: I know you like this guy, but don't be biased. G. All I know. Right, so I put, put a, it
3: look, I've been home almost six years. January 6th makes six years since I've been home. Mm. Boy, eight cars in less than six years. Mm. Hit the hit it, hit it.
1: <laughs> a lot of cars, man. Let you get on them cars. Can I borrow a car, man? Yeah, I'll
3: let you borrow a car. See, I got a cool, convertible. Man, I got a convertible cool, Lexus sitting right outside. Man, you tricked me. I didn't
0: expect I know, it. I know, I he got got it. He, he not cool, man. He, he not cool. He ain't borrowed car. He trying to stroll off somebody still in the next <laughs> way, man. He,
3: oh. Yeah, yeah, I want to take his Honda Accord.
0: <laughs> oh. Every day, he always takes a ill after that. <laughs> Yo, oh. uh, so <laughs> if Choke reached out and apologized, and say if, to, say if he wanted to say if he wanted to say if he wanted to sit down with you, would you sit down with
3: him? I sure would. But you and, know, by and du- I wanted video, huh? I wanted taped. I want a video. Oh, and
0: so you I know want
3: witnesses? Right.
1: You can't. <laughs> you, 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 so you, you won't you tell no story, ever, all right? No nose bleeding,
3: nothing. <laughs> That's not right. That, I want I wanted. To, I would. I, and I would sign something if I had to, promising I won't put hands on. It. Yeah, you know, you can't because yeah, yeah. If. Yeah. Only way I would put hands on him is if we went in the ring and we put money for charity. But other than that, I would talk to him because I want him to own up. That's it. Man up, own up. Yo, I'm sorry, man. I fucked up. And be sincere with it. Don't just say it like you're being forced. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, fuck out of here. That's when you might get slapped. But, you know. Can't slap him on camera. <laughs> you know that. i get sued.
0: You might go back to jail for assault. Uh,
3: that ain't shit. <laughs> I slapped like nothing. I, I got some money now. Like I'm not going to jail for slapping somebody. Really? Uh, yeah. I, I can uh, bail are you out a of slap. Nope. I had life parole. I did three years, and got discharged. I did good, man. I'm serious. Give me my props, man. I, I give you a lot of applause, for But did you change?
0: I'm trying to think. I can see why I took the one, Like you're like talking. Why you ain't reached out to him before? Why you had to come on the platform to do this? I,
3: be real. I told you I did. I told you I was on the phone with him on a three-way weeks after I came home. Was he humble at all or was he a little... He was stuck on the girl called me, said I was a snitch. That's what he was stuck on. Mm-hmm. He, we could have been ironing that out. Like I said, I'm one of them people that I'm just... That's just me. I'm just like a closure dude. Like, yo, like, you fucked up and you ain't own up to it.
1: So you are here today to, to put the full story out, your, your, you know, obviously your version of it, so he can hear it and hopefully yeah, learn something. Yeah, but I got paperwork,
3: this. so my version is, <clears throat> I mean, anything that is not backed up by by paperwork, you can say that I might alter right. it or whatever, or right. my memory or what have you. Right. But as far as him testifying in open court for the people mm-hmm. and pointing me out in open court, saying I chased the deceased, saying I had blood on my shirt. All of that is supported by papers C- correct I
0: mean I see the paperwork here i mean i I'm not I don't want get involved in the show with so so like I said you hit
1: you here today to set the record straight and and you want him to hear a message loud and clear that's right Ho- hoping hoping for some closure that's right okay well i hope, I hope if, if you know if he's tuned in you know what I'm saying uh...
3: but you reached out to him and asked him to come. At the same time, or did no, uh, no, no, no,
0: no, no, long time ago. Not at uh, the same time. Oh, ago. for something else, yeah, long time ago to oh. interview him. Before oh. I knew about this, I just oh. this-
3: just... oh, he might have thought you had a, a blindside. He's know how you do. No, it. Well,
0: no right. <laughs> see? <laughs> see, 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 we were talking about this earlier. G, man, I'm cool.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I see, I see the paper. I don't, please don't keep this in my studio because come
3: on, man. All right, I'll hey. take it back with me.
0: No, no, no. I don't know. Wow. I see the paper. Where, where, where did you get this from?
3: That's my trial. Like just like I said 4 a 389 when I went to get my appeal, I got transcripts of the trial.
0: So, but let me ask you one more question before cuz I want to know we want to know what you're doing today and you know what's going on there before I said, you sure the bloody nose didn't sort of sway you to be nice to him like yo he did say I had a bloody nose? Hell no. At all. You you saw through the deception in your mind. It's deception. I'm asking you honestly. Yeah. your flip in my heart is deception.
3: In in my heart, he's going hard on snitches or people that he's calling snitches because as a part of him trying to separate himself from that. And by him going hard on it and saying, I ain't them. They ain't me. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. And I might. My opinion might be different from yours, but that's how I see it. Because a lot of times when people go hard like that, they got a reason. Okay.
0: Did he ever? Did he ever? Did he ever address the snitch allegations at all?
3: Uh he attempted to on, and he was saying, "I love you, I love you." And people was, I, I was on it watching, saying, "You, you snitch, bastard," or whatever. I was typing. They was like, "Well, the guy's right here watching," and he he avoided it. I think he was drunk and cause he didn't want to look at the camera and it was clearly, you don't have to know me and you don't have to know him. But if you look at the, the video that he made when people was demanding that he address it, it's like, yo, something's wrong with him. Cause people were saying, yo, something's wrong with him. And then it's like, as he went on, he got a little more confident and then just started trying to make up stuff and trying to say, okay, well, I told on him, how did he get to the precinct and all this? But I clearly produced paperwork to show that they was looking for my co-defendant, he was with him and bam, there you go. So a lot of times um, he has an audience of 70 something thousand people, I don't. So if someone likes you already they be more willing to hear you and go with your flow if you say something that makes any type of sense than to go with the guy you don't know from a hole in the wall. So I'm the guy who has to prove it more than say it because of my lack of audience. Hmm.
0: But I don't mind because... I, mean, I, see, I see the paperwork. I, 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 do, I do see it. I do see the paperwork. I mean, I... don't uh, know. Um, uh,
1: I have a question. So... What do you, what do you gain personally by, proving this, proving this stuff, and you know, like, th- does it help the business? Does it help you personally, or you know, like,
3: well, personally, it helps me, and I'm gonna be straight honest with you. I don't think he deserves shit. He don't really got shit, but I don't think he deserves. He don't deserve to have a platform. And have people listen to him, and listen to his ideas, and listen to him be fake and phony, and try to run down on people when he's the one that people should be running down on. Just mm-hmm. being straight honest. Now, if it has any uh, um, side effect on my business and the things I'm doing, then so be it. But if it doesn't, guess what? I'm still do me because I've been doing me before any of this, and I'm gonna still do me after, like. I'm a businessman. I'm about my business, man.
2: <laughs>
3: what are you doing today? Do you have a family? What's going on? I have a wife and a daughter. Oh, wow. Four-year-old. She just turned four last week. Nice. Oh, I have nice, a car wash nice. in Mount Vernon.
2: Wow. Yeah, yeah. Platinum.
3: A, platinum hand car wash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also have another business where I do landscaping. I do um, I do cleanouts Like, they have bed bug infested apartments. Mm -hmm. I go through, clean it out. I do chute cleanings, meaning the incinerator chutes. I clean that, clean trash compactors. I'm basically a cleaner, the cleanup guy. Like a lot of people don't like to clean and even companies subcontract me to clean stuff and I do it. Like I was a porter in prison. I clean stuff for a dollar a day. Mm. So might as well get it.
1: Let's get into your, your, your car washer business, though. Like, it's not a regular business. You, you run things a little different over there, where you don't just hire anybody that's looking for a job. You know, If you want to get to that real quick. and
3: Okay, you know. cool. Um, what I've done, when I came into the community, since I was part of the criminal element, I understand a little more than a regular average Joe. So there's people that I've hired that was homeless. I've hired battered women. I've had hired people with drug dependency issues. And I've hired teenagers. And it all didn't work out. But my goal was to be able to give these people opportunities and second chances because I was given a second chance. And I believe in paying it forward. So why it didn't work out? Because everybody is not going to take advantage of an opportunity, even if it's just laid out in front of them. Some of the kids like I've had kids come in the summertime and they get their first pay and they out because that's all they wanted. Was a quick buck so that they can do their thing. I've had people, like I said, with dependency issues. They was trying to stick it out. They got a few dollars, went back and took that hit. And that's over for you. Hmm. You know, I've had people that's shoplifters, they had their own issues. Next thing you know, dudes in jail. I bailed out a couple of people. I'm one of them people that's is good to have in your corner. As, as, as passively aggressive as I can be. I'm a good guy. When you, when you need me, I don't just leave people hanging. That's for real. I'm Johnny Bunting Jr., not force. Johnny Bunting Jr. is gonna help hold you down. It's gonna help Thank you out. I've been since I've been home, I've been back to the prisons and went to visit people. Done that. Done that. I know how it feels. I've been people that I know in a hospital, in the deathbed, I go see them because I know how it feels to be alone. And a hospital is still an institution. So I know that that still has that dead sit- setting like in prison. So that's just a moment, a tearjerker, if you will, but it still makes you think. Like if you were in a hospital or you were in prison and you didn't have nobody to see you, you understand, and some people are in prison and in the hospital. So in the hospital ward, in prison. These are things that I've seen. I've been, I've worked in the hospital for a short period of time, and been in the cancer ward. You know they ain't coming home. So these are things that I've seen, and I'm like, damn. So, honestly, as as glamorous as it may be to be, it may seem to be me. Y'all don't want to live my life. Y'all don't want to see the things I've seen, for real. And on that note, Flip.
0: Time of applause right now, <laughs> my man. For my man. Let's <laughs> you for Social media, uh, anything out that you want the people to go get. Uh, anything in particular you're selling? or you want the people to do?
3: Well, I'm. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on YouTube. Johnny Bunting Jr. the Force. I need some subscribers. I start putting out some content. Um, I just was on the mayor's show on Sunday night, just past. The mayor of Mount Vernon. Okay. She had a, a a show that featured myself and three other guys that was convicted of murder. And we was basically telling a little bit about ourselves, not glamorizing the act of taking a life, but basically saying what we went through and how we can actually help the youth. Um, I'm not actually selling anything right now. Car wash, you know, come get a car wash, a detail or what have you. But check out my YouTube um, and see what I have in store next. I'll be dropping some things in a few days. So.
1: And, and, and you're filming. Can we speak about that? Are you filming for the, for oh, the joint? Oh yeah, thank you for yeah, it. Yeah, look at me. I can't leave- <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm working on my documentary, and I'm I'm working on some other video content that I'll be posting soon, because um, due to. I was in a car accident less than a month ago. Really, I had bought a van, to, to for work van. I bought it from an individual. Took it to the, uh mechanic, right there. Like yo, I ain't gonna buy it until I have my mechanic look at it. The mechanic looked at it, said it needs this, it needs brakes, it needs this. I was like, all right, cool. I lowered the price on the dude, bought it, left it there. It stayed in the mechanic for two months. I got it two days, crashed it, totaled it. Mm. Me and my stepson was in there. We both came out untouched. That made me look at things different. Like, yo, like me and him could have been done. So uh, it's, 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 I, look at things a whole lot different like I have to do what I've been talking about doing for years. Um like going back to my bucket list, so to speak. Like I got insurance, life insurance, because I was uninsurable for five years. Since I came out of prison, they wouldn't insure me. Mm-hmm. And then once five years came, they was like trying to contact me, listen, um, you ready? I'll do it. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. That car accident, got it. I <laughs> got it. You Never who, know.
2: Who,
0: who, who's in the building? My my man my man's name, who's that in the building with you? Who you run the building?
3: Oh, Reggie, brother Reggie.
1: Brother Reggie. Oh, brother Reggie. Brother
3: I mean, he, I call he, he's, he's oh, not man. brother Reggie. I just it's <laughs> Reggie. Of Excellence
0: Media. Of Excellence Media. XLS, E-X. Excellence, E X. Media. Okay. XLS. Reggie, is your name Reggie, that's what they call yeah, you. Yeah, my first name is Reggie. Um I have a company, Excellence Media. I do photography and video. Excellent media, you do photography and video. What's your social media, brother? Everything is at Exless Media. E X I L U S M E D I A. Got it. So Instagram, YouTube, and that's that's it. So Round of Applause for my men for yeah. being professional. Yeah. Show a few love. Oh, let me say something yeah, else yeah. too.
3: Like I'm, I let me on top of my game. Bunting Enterprises Inc. is the parent company. <laughs> Platinum hand car wash is the car wash. There we go. I got Black Wall Street Private Lenders Corporation where I'm working to basically help entrepreneurs get their hustle on. And I don't mean in the street. Help entrepreneurs get their hustle on by being a sort of black shark tank. Because I've helped people privately save their businesses and stuff. So I'm like, well, listen, I need to put myself in a position where I can partner with budding entrepreneurs and people who have ideas or they have talents but they need funding you know That's and cool. that way you help stretch the black dollar and you help elevate us and present and provide wealth to our own other other people do it why, why can't not? we do it why not wealth building wealth building
0: <laughs> A <round of> applause. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hello. Hello, I mean, you know, so the force, may the force be with may you. The force be with you. You know.
2: Yeah.
3: I mean? <laughs> yo. Yo, are you looking at him like he flipped on you, man? <laughs> yo, you are supposed to ambush me, right? Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. G. 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 go on. I, yo, I, I, I do interviews, man. <laughs> I, I. This ain't my first rodeo, bro. Nah. It don't seem like it, right?
0: Well, I'm,
1: I'm
3: pretty good,
0: man. You all pretty, He's pretty
1: good. good. He's all right? He cool, man. He good? He good, he he good, good man? He good, man. Flip's F- F- trying to make his own drink. <laughs> 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 he good. <laughs> he good, Yo, man. Yo, dope episode, man. Shout out to the homie, the force. You know, shout out to... Uh, uh, Reggie. Reggie. Oh, of Exilus. Of Exilus. Of Exilus. Yes. There we go. That's shout out right. to the homie. Shout out to Michelle one time in the building. Bassy in the building. All right. Hit um,
2: yourself. <laughs> there we
3: go. <laughs> um,
1: make sure you follow the pages, man. At Flip the Script Pod, at Queens Flip with a Z, at DJ G Uh at Picky the Show. You know what I'm saying? Season three doing pretty good. Yeah. Season four coming soon. We're just gonna start filming for that. So can't wait. I'm excited about that. Shout out to the sponsors, man. Sponsor alert! Sponsor alert! Uh, HotSauceBoss.com. Make sure you check it out. Got some of the best hot sauce in town. The healthy hot sauce, spicy Kush, um, spicy honey. And then we got uh, Guava Ma- Mango Coconut. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to hotsourceboys.com. Shout out to mixes by Maya. Maya, what up, Maya? Um, shout out to uh, Black Lit STL, too. Documentary coming soon on YouTube, The Hoodie. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you might see it on an episode before this, but, you know, I had to, I wasn't, you know,
0: whatever. It's Queen's Flip, TV. Shout out to the whole team. Michelle, Mighty Top, Boop Boop. I saw you write that in the comments when I posted. A- why, man? I gave her a whole name. Man, to... I gave a lot of names, and a lot of people use the name. E-Bach. Shout out to e a name I gave. That's fire. Shout out to, uh, well, I didn't get Basky his name. Shout out to Basky, Basky Group. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs>
2: get
0: out of here. <laughs> 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 shout out to Baski, man. Big things, yeah. Shout out to Bass, <laughs> man. Shout out to G-Money, man. G-Money 156, Biggie E It, P S E. Yeah, 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 I know it. Um... Piggy Eat is doing good. I watched it today. I was I was in tears. In That's a dope episode. Shout out to Dawson. Shout out to Touchy State. Shout out to Dawson. Yeah. Dawson's
1: World. Shout
0: out to Space Ghost as well. You know what I'm saying? To space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the production is doing a great job, man. I can't wait to see what season four. Oh, man, you got a lot of things in store. I
1: made some calls today, man. It's looking, I'm, you know. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, let the cat in the
0: bag, but lock your doors, close your windows, close your blinds, open your blinds. If you see a nigga like Force on your lawn, put it away. He don't mean no harm. But don't let him in, because he'll stab you all night long. Wait. He might change.
2: Oh, He'll try to strong arm. I'm from Queens. Oh, man.
3: Force!